0: Surecast. Hey everybody! Welcome to the 69th episode of I'm So Surecast. I'm your co-host Tim Early, and I'm here with your host Tim Sullivan. Woo! And today we're joined by Darren Ha. Darren, how are you?
1: I'm good. How are you? Ooh.
0: This is uh, episode 69. Ooh. Nice. So congratulations! Thank you.
2: Yeah, I yeah. I feel honored. It's not, you know, it's not every day that you hit episode 69. That's or that's have so any sort of sixty nine based milestone he's absolutely right folks
1: <laughs> oh man so how was uh how was the drive up drive up was good I've been sitting around in my van for like uh three hours really Ooh. yeah we're selling the house and uh People are coming and looking at it. They're That'll just happen. strangers floating around in my house right now. Oh, so, so. you just removed yourself from the situation? See, so, yeah, I just left. Nice. I was told to leave, so I left. Yep. good idea. And I've been just driving around. Did you leave the cats in the house? The cats were left in the house. Yeah. Did you That's have to fine, say, uh, cool. did you put a note anywhere, don't let the cats out? Oh, she knows. She's she's well aware. Our, okay. our realtor is a lady. Yeah, ah, she's well yes, aware. yes, yes. That's good. Yeah. Well, cats, though, you can be in a house for hours, days even, and not even know there's cats in there. He's right. That's true.
2: Depending they, on how shy they mm,
1: are. We have some pretty whiny cats, though. They'll, oh, they'll really? They'll let you know. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, one, one Miles, is, uh, is, he's quite, quite the, the whiner.
2: Is that the one tattooed to your forearm? No,
1: the one tattooed to my forearm is Rufus. Rufus? Ah. Rufus, yes. it. Oh, he's okay. a Scottish fold. Uh, for those listening, because there is no video... Uh, he is riding my moped. Ooh. That is a good tattoo. Thank you. That is a good Do you tattoo. still have the moped? That I still have the moped. Does it work? It does. Wow. <coughs> like, Jesus. Occasionally. Yep. It's a two stroke, so it just kind of works when it wants to. Right, right, right. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Jesus.
2: What kind of cat did you say that was?
1: A Scottish fold.
2: See, I know nothing about cat breeds. It's, Those are the
1: really cute ones, it's right? The, yes. It's the flat face and the folded ears. Ah, okay. Almost gotcha. Wilford Brimley-ish, but not as, not as furry. I less guess. diabetes. Yes, less diabetes. Right. Nice. Yes. nice. Very nice. <clears throat> but Welcome yeah. to Cat Talk. On, I'm so sure. Cat. Well,
2: I've always, because I can look like one of the things that I'm talented at is I can look at a dog and say I know what that is, Ooh. or I can, you know, if it's a mutt, I can kind of get close. I can at least get one
1: dog right on. in the
2: gene pool, but cats, yeah, yeah, no, nothing. I
1: I've had four cats for years, and I. I just know what they are. Right, right. I went to some, if I went to somebody's house, I wouldn't know what they <laughs> are. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, talk about a useless skill, right? <laughs> no, but
2: not you. Like, if a golden retriever comes up, you're like, that's a golden retriever. If a brown spotted cat comes up, I couldn't tell you what the fuck.
0: That's great. That's fantastic.
2: I'm not saying it's a useful skill, but it is a skill. But I guess by definition, all skills ought to be useful. So maybe skill is the wrong word. Talent? <laughs> Look at the talent. Okay, let's go with talent. Talent's good. Like the guy that can find the center of gravity in bowling balls and just stack eight. That's useless, but it's a talent.
1: Yeah, what's up with that guy? I don't know. I don't how know. do you How do you figure out you know how to do that? I that's a great that's question. That's a good question. was like the
2: first guy that figured out oysters were edible. I was Some, literally oh. just gonna say that somebody's just got to take a chance. Yeah, and slurp a shell booger, <laughs> and then just <laughs> and then just charge. Three bucks a shuck. I
0: heard that the only way they used to be able to get purple dye was from snails. They'd have to like kill a snail and get like their their fucking slime out of their nose or some shit like that. What? What? Who
2: told you that, Alex Jones? <laughs> <laughs> that just does not seem plausible.
0: It was on. Uh, actually, this will be this will be like a little bit of a plug. It's on um, stuff you should know.
2: <laughs> Why should you know that?
0: Because, dude, you, you it's, comp- sh- it's a ta- it's a not a talent. I mean, if it's there, a talent. If there is, skill. if there Just was like
2: a, <laughs> a snail snot farm that was, you know, giving Rembrandt all of his purple colors, then you know, I guess that's cool. And he p- was probably paying out the ass for those fucking purple colors, bro. Paying through the nose. And, no He's absolutely oh, right, boy. folks. Wow. All right, so Darren, we had to kind of, you know, put a moratorium on small talk so we could save it for this.
1: Save it for the pod. it for oh. the pod. So what do, you, what do you do yeah. for a day job? Uh, I work for the MBTA. Okay. I refurbish subway motors. Really? really? Yes. How's How b- that? How'd you get into that? Uh, nepotism. Really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, things I shouldn't say on a podcast. No. Uh, yeah, my grandfather worked there, and my cousins worked there. My dad did a stint there. How and, big uh, is a subway motor? Um. It is about depending on the motor, depending on the line. You're looking at like five to seven hundred pounds. Jesus. So like, I don't know about uh, truck tire. Okay. Yep. What's the uh, What's the regulation on like
2: maintenance per? Uh, it's supposed per to be supply. every two
1: years. Okay. But I noticed you said supposed to be. Yeah. Well, sometimes the trains need to go out. And ah, s- for and, another three years. And sometimes they're built well enough that they can be out there for that long. Okay. Level. Right. I've, I've taken motors apart that were out since the 90s. So, do you do like routine maintenance or
2: are you the guy that like the train's fucked? We need someone to fix it now.
1: They, the, so the motor will blow up out there. Yep. Which they do. It happens. It's okay. No one's going to get hurt. Uh, <laughs> and then, car house from various lines orange, red, green, whatever. Yep. We'll send said motor to us at the central location. Okay. And then we pick them up and we take them apart.
2: Are they electric motors?
1: They are DC. Well, mostly DC. They're switching to AC motors soon. Interesting. Those, that's what the new lines are going to be. Okay. And the blue lines AC. <clears throat> so your grandfather started this. Yeah. Family. Uh, yeah, he definitely did. Line of work. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So how did you did you get the job and then figure out what you were doing or yeah it was it was a lot of I mean like I've I've messed around with electronics and I've messed around with like the moped so I sort of knew right, engines right. and stuff um, and yeah it was a lot of on the job training
3: yeah
0: no, that's but, cool man do you yeah, build do. drones too no I don't oh, okay drones. just that's curious nice. yeah there's a drawer full of drones right there that I built in that black thing oh that's kind of red. yeah yeah. Yeah. I, yeah they all they all broke though so. I, you went. well isn't
1: that. I mean, that's kind of the life of a drone. You, you put all your time and effort into building it. Right. You and take money, it yeah. outside, and then immediately... You
0: fly it for like five minutes, and then you crash into Yeah, the, it goes into yeah.
1: another car or a tree or something. Right, right. right exactly.
0: Yeah. I was flying out here, actually. I had like... That was a nice drone, wasn't it? Well, so and it's funny that you say that. The this is pens.
2: a giant cock. <laughs>
3: oh. because,
0: uh, episode 69. Right. When you say that drone... To you, you just think the drone that Tim used to fly.
2: Well, yeah, but I also think that the drone that used to fly that you were very proud of building.
0: Right, but see, so I've built like six of them.
2: Right, but I thought that was kind of your... You know. No, for sure, for sure, for sure.
0: But I'm seeing, you know, like, I don't know. Don't if patronize me, pal. You realize how many I had destroyed and then rebuilt while I was trying to make you think I only had, like, one.
2: But if you were going to list the nicest <laughs> drones you've ever owned, wouldn't that be in the top two? There's, like,
0: two, yeah. So be... you're thinking of one of those. Yeah. Okay.
2: So Fair
1: talk- enough. I'm, this, I'm sorry. Is this one of those deals where you, you get many drones, but they all sort of look the same? So you can be like, yeah, no, that's totally the same drone. <laughs> they from could, yesterday. yeah. Yesterday. They could for sure. That's like when you buy a bunch of guitars that are all the same color. Yes. Yes. I didn't buy a new guitar. And right. then maybe one's
0: in a different tuning and you play guitar for Ashley Simpson and they give you the wrong one because it's the same color
1: and then you uh, destroy her, well, you know, her concert.
2: Right. Well, her SNL appearance.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, wasn't that a cassette or something anyway? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, did I age myself by cassette?
0: No. No. You You're fine. All right, cool. Don't even worry. Right on. But I had Excellent. like just totally redone one, so all the wires were tucked, and it was like Ooh. all black, and it was fucking sick. And then I took it out for like the first maiden voyage since I had done that here. Mm-hmm. Before I go out, my dad goes, hey, just so you know, it's real windy. Be careful. I was uh, like, whatever, Dad. Whatever. And then I just did... <laughs> went did the wind took it
2: yeah it was pretty bad
0: and i just saw it like keep going in that direction and then once it gets to a certain distance you're not sure which direction it's moving in when you're controlling it so then i kind of was like well let's hope for the best and i pointed the stick towards me and just pinned it okay and then it went in the other direction Uh. so then you you can't there's no more signal and it just slowly dropped into the ocean and then there was a cute couple out there sitting enjoying the sun Really? And I said, did you guys see a drone <laughs> come by here? Is, they're like, is that the thing that just hit the water over there? <laughs> I
1: was like, "Oh, will yeah. just go back home, I guess. Well, nope, yeah. totally not that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly walk away. Homer Simpson uh, into the thing. And yeah, that's my
0: version. story. Yeah. That was a great story. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I actually won an award for telling stories in uh, the eighth grade. Did you? No, uh, I did not actually. See, that was another story I told. I am a very good storyteller,
2: gifted at tall tales.
1: Uh, so, Darren, yeah, the Darren Ha Band. Hey guys, who who does that consist of? That consists of myself, obviously. Uh, one John Briggs on the bass, one Glenn Baraby on guitar. Ah, we know Glenn and uh, Jarrett Osborne on the drums. Uh, Jarrett and uh, Briggs are the bassist and drummer of the Screen. One, bo- oh, one Bob one yes. Beals band yes yes we so, know
2: Bob Beale very well yeah
1: I, I stole I stole them from him oh, okay is fair that enough. so yeah
2: is the screen the band that Bob gave us a bunch of um, their CDs we I think it is yeah yeah I believe I'm it gonna is. go ahead and say yes yes uh, is Glenn still like short hair or did he decide to
1: I was the one who shaved it off really Wow. yeah me and uh, me and the wife there we we Bob had like a, an annual Christmas thing and he'd been talking about shaving his head forever and we found some snips and just started. Meh. Took long hair Glenn and turned him into short hair Glenn. Yep, and he is still yeah. short hair Glenn. Okay. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because I don't know how
1: long he had grown his hair up, but it was long. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I mean, he's not a tall fellow. No. But, but it was still fairly lengthy even for his not tall frame. Yes. But yeah. This is true. It was. It was. Uh, it, was uh, it took some time. To get through all that.
2: Right, probably not worth starting from scratch again. No, definitely not. Yeah, I can sympathize with this choice to just maintain the the shorter. cut. Did you once have the long cut? I could never commit. Okay. The longest I had was probably, like, jaw length.
0: Did you want to commit?
2: Yeah, always. The thing with hair is you it either needs to be just the way you want it, Short or just the way you want it long. There's that in between phase that just. Right. You got to deal with it looking like you don't want it to look for like nine to 10 months.
1: He's got a point. He's not wrong. Yeah. That's, the,
2: that's the tough part. That's why wigs should be better. They can make good wigs nowadays. They can. But no, but the Darren Ha band. Uh, so I remember. Oh, boy. Do you know my <laughs> old friend, John Crook? I do know John Crook well. Yes. Um, I remember. Uh. Is in over his head, what was that o nine you did that, yep, yeah,
1: that was really, yeah,
2: and I remember like so I went over to, this is when John Crook and I were playing out acoustically all the time,
1: okay, and the
0: north
2: yeah, we had a few you know incarnations for that duo. what are the other ones um, it was mostly just John and Tim, and then John would try to make a band name, and I would always forget it, so I would show up. <laughs> And they'd be like, you were the band? And I'd be like, yeah, John and Tim. And they'd be like, oh, okay. So
0: I'd be like, no, dude, it's uh, the fucking, <laughs> the <laughs> no, starfish yeah. slappers now.
2: John had the same uh, the same level of indifference as I. but uh, <laughs> yes. No, but I remember he Sounds showed like... me uh, your EP, yeah. and then I had it in my car for a while. I liked oh, it a lot. Nice. Awesome. And then, um, and right. then I follow you on Instagram. Uh, yes. And that's how I saw you posted...
1: That you recorded the album live? Yeah, I did it at Beowulf Brewing and Amesbury. In Amesbury, right? Yep.
2: Is that where the that's the one? Because there's two. That's the one where they did that open mic reunion type thing, like yeah. last March, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the. Because the other that we're one's Slaviticus. Slovit- uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but no, the the live album's really good. Thank you.
1: Sounds good. Who? Yeah, it's lit. Where? Um, who recorded that? Uh, my friend Barry, uh, Barry Kimmel. He. Um, He's in the group of friends with Beale and and, and, yep. and and Glenn and and those kids, and he um he actually does like front of house for touring bands. Like he was touring with the Deftones for a while, oh, really, yeah. And you should have saw the rig that he brought. Really? Oh my god, dude! Because it's super legit. Because like- we're just a four piece that practices two weeks before the show, right. right? And all of a sudden there's these racks of shit, and I'm like, what are we, what like taking up half the brewery? I'm like. I looked at the bartender. I just went, I'm sorry. "I'm
2: sorry." Was it the bartender that looks like he's like in like an 1890s Irish boxer? Uh,
1: yeah, he's like I bald, think so.
2: short, but like rugged as fuck. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Intimidating so. uh, handlebar mustache. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you could
0: tell he's like also jacked.
2: Yeah, he looks right. like. Um, did you ever see There Will Be Blood?
1: I'm gonna fail you on movies this All whole right. podcast. Okay, just that's so fine. you know. But he looks like Daniel
2: Plainview's bro- Dana Day Lewis's <laughs>
1: character's brother in the movie. I'll pull it up. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that.
2: Um it's a very obscure reference. I like, I don't even remember the character's name. But um uh but no, it sounds really, really good.
1: Thank you. Yeah. We uh I mean there's there's a little bit of post magic in there. Yeah, of course. But, but. um but yeah. No, I was really, I was really happy with it.
0: I'll let you pick the photo of Daniel Plainview plain that you think sums up. No, it's you his just rather Oh, oh, well, good thing I gave you the phone then.
2: <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> how many,
2: uh, Doesn't he kind of look like this guy a little bit, if you recall?
0: He does look like
1: that guy, but if like, I recall. But
2: like bald and shorter.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Totally.
2: Good job. Um. But how many uh
1: people were in there when you did that? Um record? Was it like a more intimate crowd or did Yeah, you think- it was, but it's like an intimate space. Yeah, it is. So like 25 people makes it look like it's packed? Right. You know? I always liked those. That's my favorite type of place because yeah. it, you know, all those friends that didn't show up, it doesn't really right. <laughs> matter, you know? Right. But yeah, no, it was I mean, it wasn't a huge crowd, but it was it was enough that it felt like and there were people coming in like off the street just to get a beer and they were hanging out for nice. a while. Yeah, yeah. That was that was fun. I you, feel, guys,
2: you guys are good, man. Thank I like you. your style. Yeah, I've always liked your sure. style. I appreciate that. So I feel like I've seen you because Haverhill music wise, those it's very incestuous. You see people yeah. playing with other people all the
1: time. Totally.
2: Um and weren't you Bobby L's food band, weren't you? Yep.
1: You, I was in the natural what, casings. Yes!
2: yes. The natural casings. Dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was so, fucking awesome.
1: Uh, for the listener at home, there's a thing called the RPM Challenge, and you have the month of February to write and record 10 tracks or 35 minutes of music. I like it. You have to start February 1 and end technically March 1st at noon.
2: I didn't know about this.
1: And... uh yeah, I was supposed to do it this year, but with the selling of housing and things, it didn't really work out. And Who, you have to have like a completely recorded yep. album. You Who participates in this? How many from people? scratch? There's a ton. It's like worldwide. Like they really? Yeah, yeah. There's people. There's I've heard a couple records from Ireland. Um, there the was R- the RPM Challenge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was started by The Wire in Portsmouth. And then it, which was a magazine that is now defunct because nobody reads magazines anymore. Yeah. And, uh, and the guys that were running it just kept doing it. Dude, that's sweet. It's been going on for like 15 or 16 years now. I really like that that idea. I wish there was like a definite
0: way to know if someone cheated, though.
2: I mean, it's just—it's
0: like when a rapper's like, "Yo, I'm gonna spit some some raps off the dome for you that I just came up with," <laughs> yeah. and then it's like
1: something that they've they wrote like that, three months ago that yeah. you you heard them rap at the other exactly open mic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 no I know I mean like I know that there are some people that will they'll write everything ahead of time but they wait until February one to start recording right and they usually do all the instruments so it it kind of I mean makes even
2: sense. that's still impressive to have thirty five yeah. minutes yeah. or for sure. ten songs of
1: yeah. Yeah, it's so. I joined in like the third record with those guys, and it's all about food, bacon mostly, right? So the natural
2: yeah. casings. The genesis of that was a, uh, an entity to do the RPM challenge. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's, that's cool. the only
1: reason they exist was because of the RPM challenge. Ah. That's fantastic. It was it was rad for a while. We were doing like food gigs.
2: Yeah, no, I remember because <laughs> yeah. when we we recorded an EP with Bob years ago, I remember like one of the sessions he had to cut us short because the natural casings had to show it like some like uh, like corporate or some sort of like oh, official yeah. event.
1: So there, I think I know which one you're talking about. There was like a restaurant in Portsmouth that they did this like fancy dinner and. It was a bunch of like the local chefs, but like the you know the highbrow guys, right? And they each did like I think eight courses of these like, and when I say eight courses, I mean like here's your spoon of here's this one bite, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Like here's your one. Wait shell for of the next bite. eight spoonfuls. Mm. Yeah, of, exactly. Yeah. The fourth uh, bite's fantastic. You <laughs> just wait. So yeah, in between them going around, like we managed to get into this gig and just play food songs because we know of nice. the chefs. Yeah, it was. It yeah. I've played a. We did like a farm gig like we actually went to a farm where I don't know it was just a local farmer selling their like this bacon was from a pig that we slaughtered on Wednesday and now it's Sunday like right. that kind of deal yeah and uh, yeah they just set us up in this corner and we played our uh, we played bacon songs fuck that yeah. is it awesome. was awesome it was super fun you
0: guys played at uh, the, the chit chat like one time in particular that I remember and I was like I was like wait yeah. a minute all these songs are like about bacon yeah yeah
2: yeah that's yeah. definitely yeah. If, if ever there was a niche market, I'd say it's it's like the food yeah. food based. Oh, it was it was
1: super niche. The songs are good too. Well, I they're are a bunch of ringers. Like those guys are ridiculous. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm the low man on the totem pole in that band. Uh,
2: those guys are like uh,
1: yeah, but you're like this too. I mean, you can really play with anybody
2: without needing much of a heads up. Yeah, but, I mean. Um,
1: But yeah, like you got Eric Froberg playing drums and he's ridiculous. And yeah. And Bob and and John Briggs, the bass player there. Like they're all just Briggs is one of those guys that like you hand him a banjo and he like looks at some finger positions. And then just figures it out. And just yeah, he he can then play the song. Was Glenn in that in the natural casings? Glenn didn't do the natural casings. It was uh the uh the rusty shutters. Was ah yes, yes. who Fro- uh, Eric Froberg also played drums for
0: but yeah like when uh, Bob Beal recorded our record he was like I'm just gonna
1: play bass on this we were like cool and he just like it's shredded yeah came oh, up yeah. with like
0: everything and we're like this is fantastic He's, he yeah. did
1: that on a couple of my songs and I've done two records with him and he just goes can I can I do bass on this one I go here you go yeah <laughs> And he have comes up with it. shit that, like, is way better than I would have, well, obviously, than I would have ever thought of the fucking yeah, drummer. No. But, uh,
2: Dude, what spot is, uh, did he sell the, uh, the barn? He did. He yeah, he did.
1: It? Yep. No shit. Yep. He Does is, he live in Portsmouth now? No, he's in, uh, East Kingston, I believe. Oh, okay. Right. But, yeah, he's, he still has a studio. Yeah. Uh, I think it's mostly just for screen rehearsals. I'm not sure what okay. he's doing recording wise because I loved
2: that spot in, in Newton. Oh, it was yeah. so sick. Yeah. Newton was awesome. It's a good yeah. spot. I keep
0: like, like I'd love to have Bob on, but I just I shouldn't do this. But I'm just like assuming like ah he's way too busy. There's no way he'll come on. But I should just like at least because ask he's
2: become him. like he went from being the guy you saw every Tuesday that was like just infectious and happy like to be at the mic to just being super enigmatic. Now he's like Jay Gatsby. It's like you just don't see him right. Either he's somewhere looking, you know, through the hood vent at what everything's going on and but he's like you never see him like when we did that thing at uh Bearwolf that was the first time i'd probably seen him in like 5 years yeah. dude yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah he's
1: that bike shop has consumed him he is definitely a he's he's definitely going full bore yeah, to use right. a natural casings reference very <laughs> nice <laughs> um full bore <laughs> we had a we had a surf song called full bore <laughs> uh where oh, that yeah. was at the the only lyric in the song is us yelling at the yeah. end of the song full
2: Born. But, yeah, <laughs> that's great.
1: But yeah, he's he's definitely he's definitely still around. But he was yeah, because we're we're kind of a a generation a, I'd say generational like it's you yeah know, I know what you mean like though. you're in your twenties and I'm in my forties but like right um where I kind of left off when I think you took over for Bob yeah yep. yeah yeah so yeah there's this yep right and then I failed him because then I just
0: gave up and I was like fucking. Oh, <laughs> No, it's, I forget who the fuck took over for me.
2: Well, no, because I remember Bob was like, Bob, we we were pretty uh, reliable like in terms of showing up every Tuesday when Bob hosted. Right. Yeah. And then uh, we always hung around with Bob, and then obviously Bob knows that you record and shit and are technically competent. So then Bob would like, miss a tuesday and have him fill in and then it yep. became like can you cover which- for me again and then next thing you know you were like you just
1: stop asking assessor. and you just take over which honestly yeah.
0: was like such a wise way for him to do it cuz yeah. he's like I'm just going to test him and see if he can do it I did it then he like slowly just Started passing it That's off, exactly and then he was right. like, "So I'm gonna need you to take over for a couple of shows." I'm like, "All right, which dates?" He goes from uh, January <laughs> until just the rest of time.
2: Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "What?" No, and you, dude, you did it for like over a year, right? Yeah,
0: but it's crazy because Bob left. So yep. when Bob left, I feel like a few people like
2: came less.
0: Yeah, totally. Then once Ty Ryan wasn't the bartender anymore, like a shitload of people stopped coming. That's mm-hmm. really
2: that was the the biggest severance because. Like, we still noticed, because I know exactly what you're saying in terms of the divide between, like, yeah the first class and second class. But, like, we, even though we were still the kind of leftovers, we noticed how quickly we're like, this is different.
0: Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was, like, a f- totally new crowd. And, we and were then it like, was, we like, we don't, like, know any of these uh, people.
2: And then it was, like, a lot more, like... Hip-hop and rap. That, A lot more, yeah. But, like, oh, really? terrible hip-hop and <laughs> rap. Right. Um, so it's
0: like at the beginning, the only hip-hop and rap you'd have was, like, Dante and, like, uh, um, fucking Sean and shit. Which, oh, right it, which we weren't rap, and they were rap, but it somehow, like, meshed very well.
2: But and it was, like, an analog, like, performance. Like, there, right. there was no musicianship with these other kids. They would just hand you, like... Yo, here's uh, my next tape, just do it. They'd toss hand them on. like an iPod and be like, just play d- this playlist or whatever. And then they'd be like, Which now, is,
0: then they'd like do their thing and they'd be like, all right, now go to like the fifth song and put that one right, on. Right. They, they like, could never, bro.
2: they would never just order the playlist. They'd like, <laughs> yeah. nah, they would hop off the stage and then they would just like spin oh, the dial. Man. And then there was like
0: one group in particular that had like six or seven guys to it. Yes. So it's like, obviously, it's open mic. You have like one, maybe two microphones. Right. Yeah. They'd be like, all right, we need like six mics. I'm like, are you fucking kidding?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. And then that's what We saw the writing on the wall. We're like, we do not want to be the one holding the bag.
0: And then it would be like six guys, but their backing track was their fucking album. So the backing oh, they track. Oh, they'd have the vocals yeah. on the
2: backing oh, track. Oh, Jesus. So it was like
0: six vocals and then a backing track was. six It was a vocals. fucking disaster, It was dude. fucked. I was like, I'm done.
2: And it and it's not being fun anyways, because though um I mean we always super looked forward to performing, but part of it was mostly just hanging out with yeah the people with the people, and then when once like the the normal roster was no longer, it kind of felt like you know being at a party after everybody left, and we were kind of like, oh, this is actually kind of depressing now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's when the lights come on at the end of the night, yeah You're exactly, like, exactly. exactly I should go.
2: Yeah, some interesting
0: characters came through that place. Yeah, oh, dude,
1: man,
2: I loved it while it lasted.
1: Uh, I don't know if you guys were there for that. Like, we rappers would show up when I was there. Yeah, but like, some of them would give them, the, and it always felt really awkward when they were like, "Here's my Zune, play right. these songs," yeah. you know. Um, but there, like, there was this one guy. He, he called himself Rich Mahogany. <laughs>
3: Why does that sound familiar? I
0: don't he
1: might know. Have shown Did you up read it? Yours, but it
2: like. you were at Jordan's Furniture last week, weren't you? Oh yes, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> Many leather books. What
0: was uh, the kid that claimed he played in front th- of three million people? Oh, Young Trigger. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That Tim goes. Right. Tim goes. What was what? would you say you're? Because he was like talking about how he's open for all these people. Blah blah blah. Which yeah, it, well, didn't he just happen. said
2: he goes. I got a show this week. I'm playing in front of fifteen hundred people. What? So then I was like, oh, that's a big crowd. I was like, that's got to be the biggest crowd you've ever played for. And then he goes, nah, I don't think so. And then I go, what was the biggest crowd? And then he like. He like thinks for a minute like Yeah, this. he was like tugging his chin for like 10 Mississippis. And he was like, oh, no, I opened up for Jay-Z in like Virginia Beach. Five See, years that's ago.
1: not a thing you think about. No, <laughs> no that's. Right. A,
2: that wasn't after it. Like you had to you really. You know immediately. What, what name
1: can I give this kid that he might believe
0: what <laughs> yeah. I'm right. saying? Didn't you say it was like 2 million people though? Yeah, And we're just like, oh, fucking K, dude. We immediately know you're full of shit.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and I don't don't think he realizes how uncommon a concert having two million people. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think, uh, what's his name? It may have changed. It probably did change, but the dude that held the record for a long time was... um, Look up the biggest concert driver. What the fuck? Who's the Irish guy? uh, Wake Up Maggie? uh, Oh, um, uh, Rod Stewart? Rod Stewart. He always had... He always had like the record for it was like obviously a free concert, but some ridiculous. It was like a million people or something.
0: Largest was Rod Stewart in '94. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, three and a half million people. Oh, it was wait that at, was new, that at
1: New Year's Eve. Where? Okay. So, oh, yeah. is that one of those TV gigs? Yeah, like, it's
2: probably some place that like
1: they say three and a half million or whatever because yeah. people are watching on television. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's not a good answer. But it's I don't more think than it's, a good it's more than Young Trigger.
2: Yeah. Oh, or- yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, but what were you saying about the? Uh, oh yeah, the first- so
1: like, rich mahogany would show up, right. and like, instantly it would be. <laughs> that uh, name is hilarious. Yeah, I know. This is that's the only reason I'm remembering because of that name. But like, Bob would look at me and give me a bass. He would go grab his guitar. Some kid would start playing drums, and it was just like, I mean, it was like it was like Mudflap Junior Jones. Rich, yes. Yeah. You yeah. know, but like we just sit there and screw around yep, the whole yep. time and like people lost their shit yeah, yeah dude it's fun it was so much fun so much fun dude that's what i loved about that open mic cuz like i never i don't you listen to me i sound like bayside like i'm not going to bring out <laughs> like some rapper like oh yeah no like the no, no. estimated profits are awesome but i'm not going to hop on stage with them because i'm going to be awkward as hell right you know what i mean cuz it's not your it's not your no, vibe but, but, bro but yeah you can hop on stage for 20 minutes and just fake it no
2: I, I totally agree and that's kind of what when that sort of vibe stopped not that I'm some fucking hardo that's like oh you want to come to an open mic you should probably they used you know, to call to him Gordo the weirdo but <laughs> it just like it got to the point now where I was like in in the crowd itself faded out you know it was like one guy that just wanted to come and watch the world series and yeah. then like six rappers <laughs> humping each other on stage and then I just looked at him one day I was like what the fuck is this yeah
1: <laughs> We actually had an open mic one night. I think it was the first Red Sox uh, World Series. Yeah, where they actually just projected the game onto yes. the stage. Oh yeah,
2: I've been there not for that, but I've seen them do this. Yes, yeah.
1: There's video of me somewhere on YouTube that it's just you just see like a, yeah. a batter. Like on half in of my your face. face as I'm like sitting there with my acoustic. <laughs> I know it's playing it's, some dumb like dashboard cover or something. Can you think you know? of
2: anything more demeaning? Oh, than yeah. basically just being a television screen
1: <laughs> just, and like, like human projector screen. Yeah, yeah.
0: I remember like a particular show too. We were playing during like a Bruins game, and then like you know, you have the in between song banter, and I'm saying something, and he goes, and some guy at the bar is like, Yeah, why don't you take a break?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like, listen, asshole, like, it's a Friday
2: fucking night. Never mind the yeah. fact that we're on Washington Street, which everywhere you step, there's a bar. You came to the one with live fucking music. Yeah. Right. Like, Why don't you go
0: to the one with all the sports shit on the front to the window? Go
2: the tap with the giant fucking projector.
1: Or the lasting room. I, r- I actually ran the open mic at uh, Kelly's. Yeah. For a little while. Yeah. With Mr. With, under with, Dave Barrett's Yes, rain. one Dave Barrett. Um, but we, yeah. we talk about Dave Barrett all the time. Yeah. I... I like Dave. I know I too. really, we do I too, really, really like Dave. I, I like
2: Dave. I think Dave's hilarious. He's great.
1: The poor bastard.
2: We, I, uh, I know the thing is, I when people tell me stories about why they don't like Dave Barrett, I'm, I'm, you know, sympathetic. But I oh, yeah, I've never had. He's never given me that type of bullshit before. So oh I yeah, no.
1: Oh yeah, he always well. He was. He's just sort of creepy. Yes. Like he's just sort of a creepy dude. Yes. Which is. Kind of how he is. And, like, in, in a weird way, it's almost part of his charm. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, I actually played there with Glenn Barraby at the... I, I think we were the Rusty Shutters then. We might have been the Glenn Barraby yeah, trailer. No,
2: I, I actually remember. I think somebody told me that. And the,
1: the water main broke halfway through our set. Oh, Jesus. Like, oh, wow. all of a sudden, we see Dave coming upstairs, oh. and he's just got water up to his knees. Oh. He's God. like, keep playing. No, he was like, shut it down. <laughs> yeah. So the the big joke with, with me and Glenn anyway is that we we rocked so hard that we broke the water man at Kelly. That's Kelly's. hilarious. Yeah, Dave's not known for his cool demeanor under pressure. Oh God, no. <laughs> uh yeah, no. He used I uh, so <laughs> I uh I, I did a stint at the the Home Depot and uh one of the guys playing that, live music, or yes, that's what I did. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was before they had popcorn. It, I just sat up on the table and just with an acoustic, just yeah. ah, yes, yes, trying to get people to buy your
2: Ryobi acoustic. Yeah,
1: exactly. And it's <laughs> and it was it's that bright green, yeah. you know, the that great yellow. Green. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so there was this guy in in a different. I think he was in hardware. I don't know. They it all kind of blended together. It, it, if you ever go to the Home Depot, uh, somebody asks you where something is, you always said aisle nine. <laughs> um, but uh i like it but this this guy kind of timid like i remember giving him a copy of the record that isn't over his head that you had and like he's like dude it's good but it makes too much sense what he's dude. like you're you're trying to make a story and you're trying to make all your songs make sense he's like it's okay if it just doesn't make sense sometimes i'm like what so that's
2: his critique, is that's that there's his... like a concise exactly. point of a song that you wrote? Yep. And
1: you're like, what do you listen to, bud? Yeah, he's it's like, a... oh, dude, Anna Fair. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah.
0: He's <laughs> like Shel
2: Silverstein. <laughs> uh,
1: so he actually uh, he played, I, I guess he played guitar, and he showed up at, the, at my open mic. And after like the first verse of song one, Dave's just, like, get out! Get the fuck out of my bar! <laughs> just... Just no, there was no, like, he didn't even do anything. Like No, he, but I love the ruthlessness. It's like, it was, it's like yeah. playing at the Apollo in, like, 1972. I don't know what the hair out. across Dave's ass was, but it was just like, he heard this guy, he thought he was shit-faced or something, he's just like, get out! <laughs> yeah.
2: No, but that that's exactly right. If, if you could boil him down to a T, it's that. Like it's yeah. He's like Joe Pishy in Goodfellas. It's like, he's either joking or he's going to just stab you in the neck. Exactly. And, uh... And or- that's the thing. Like, I think I got grandfathered in because uh, the first time I met him was with John Crook. So he actually went to school with the Crook's mother.
1: Okay. Right So on.
2: he always kind of like... I think we were always kind of the protected class. Gotcha. Um, and we were always nice to him anyways. He had no reason to dislike us. Oh, yeah. But, uh, And we were very uh, non threatening to his establishment because we would literally just show up with our 12 strings and play... <laughs> play fucking Van Morrison for two hours. Yeah, exactly. So like there was nothing like Right. You know, we weren't, you know, busting out like Frank Zappa or anything like wacky that he would make that he start sweating over. But um That doesn't but, make enough sense. But I've seen him <laughs> I've seen him like react like that oh, where man. he's like and again, it's not like he's uh you know, he's running some fine establishment where everything needs to be on the up oh, and up. No. He's it's the only die bar in Bradford and he's acting like it's this like, sacred.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: It's hilarious. But again, that being said, I like Dave a lot.
1: Now, who do you think was worse? Like, I, I'm saying this out of love to both of you, if either of you are listening, which I doubt you are. But like, which was the instigator? Was it Dave or was it George? Do you uh, guys remember George? I don't remember George. Uh, George Forte? Forte?
2: Yeah. I, not not as well as I know Dave. Oh,
1: okay. So when I was there, it was mostly those two.
2: Yeah. Because
1: I know who George is. George had a temper, too. Yeah. But he, I I saw him almost get into a couple of, like, jump over the bar type of, like, I'm going to beat your face in type of thing. And, like, Dave's, like, holding him back or, like, somebody else is holding him back. (laughs) Yeah, when Dave Barrett's
2: telling you to calm down. Right, exactly. (laughs) You're probably out of line. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It was, oh, boy. And, like, again, George was always super, super nice to me. He's a really good dude. I'm glad he's not in that industry anymore because I think it was really bad for him. Yeah. But, like, oh, yeah, he, those two, I think, just fed off each other. And they just, yeah. If if one of them was going, the other one would just start. And it was, yeah.
2: Get out of my box! It's so funny, (laughs) man. But no, I think they're in, they must have independently been always had that short fuse up because I remember when Dave closed Kelly's the first time, he's like, I'm going to go down to Florida, I'm going to open up a bar. And like nine months later, John Crook's like, hey, Dave's back. Do you want to play a show at Kelly's? And I'm like, that was his idea of like a college try. So then I went in and I was like, Dave, what happened, man? And he was like, ah, fucking sucks down there. Nobody does shit. And I was just
1: like, dude, like, oh, man. And then he gives you a hug and that like awkward kiss on the neck that <laughs> yeah, he used to do. Yeah, the kiss on the neck. Oh, God. Oh, that's I so- oh, used to do that to me all the time. <laughs>
2: Dude, that's so funny. I just thought of that. Yeah, Yeah. and he's like been everywhere. Then we we used to go to uh, UMass Low Hockey Games, and we go to the Lowell Beer Works, which I don't think is there anymore. Um,
0: I think it is, but they don't serve burgers.
2: Oh, is that right? Did I go with you when they didn't serve burgers? I don't know. But I remember being there, and I went to the bathroom, and I see Dave Barrett. And I was like, Dave, what's up? And then I don't think he kissed me on the neck because I think he was like, you know, distracted. And I was like, oh, what are you doing here? I just figured he was like, grabbing a bite to eat and he's like, Oh, I'm the manager here. I'm like, dude, can Uh. you your resume must just show the last two years and have like eight fucking places on it. (laughs) They're all
1: bars. Yeah.
2: It's so funny. Every
1: once in a while I'll see him driving around and he's still in that (laughs) that interceptor. Yeah. The Crown Vic. And like (laughs) that he told me years ago he was gonna get rid of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like just the look on his face when he's driving. (laughs) Like, just defeat. Just just depression just on wheels. Just bitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, <laughs> poor he's a bastard. He did poor he bastard. doesn't have kids, does he?
1: Uh, does he have kids? I don't know.
2: Dude, he, he never said anything to me about he having kids. He was so fucking funny, dude. You, like, do you ever see someone come in with a backpack on? Yes. Oh. oh no. my it was like loses it. Oh really? Dude,
1: he would and he would have I mean it doesn't surprise me. Dude, but.
2: someone would walk in with a backpack and like his reaction, it was like Somebody walked in and screamed like Allahu Akbar. Like he was he would whip his head in this frenzy of just panic. Get out. And he just Get kick out! him out. <laughs> and the funniest part is like a lot of people would come from like the train station. So like they would just stop in there so they had backpacks and shit. Right. And it's not like he had some prized fucking like whiskey collection behind the bar that people were known to steal from. No.
1: Yeah, there's Knob Creek back there. That's <laughs> about it.
2: It's the equivalent of, of the 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 get off my lawn archetype, but that whose lawn is public space. Right. That, like he wants <laughs> he wants people to come in. Like it's the funniest thing man. Oh, man. I and would love to grab a beer with David. I haven't seen oh, him yeah. in a while.
1: I would too. I'd love to hear some of the stories he's got now. But I remember, I think it was I'm sure like. It's all really sad.
2: I think it was maybe like Sammy Papatian. Somebody, somebody. I remember hearing that you was that like a on and off thing, or were you consistently doing it up on Micah Kelly? No, I had it what?
1: for like I think I had it for like a year or two. Yeah, because I remember yeah. hearing about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think because I it it reminded me because you were talking about how like you know you'd have the Wu Tang Clan up on your stage and yeah. two microphones, right? Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm like, well, I have, I have four or five mics I should bring them all right and I have this little amplifier I should bring that and like it was basically for like the two times the four-legged faithful showed up yeah you know and like or maybe there was one a couple of times there was like the same type of deal but it was like these old people yeah and I'm that's not direct like they were just older people and doing the same type of thing but like most of the time it was not even a mic it was (laughs) you know what I mean right so you would bring all this shit every week yep like just bags of of stuff and just like, what am I doing, dude? Yeah. It got to the point yeah. where
0: like people would be like, "Do you is there like a base I can use?" Uh, and I
1: knew very well that there was one in the basement, and I'm like, "Nah, man, there's not." Well, yeah. oh, that's that's good because it used to hang up in the it was in the booth yeah. for a while. That yeah, that Bronco base, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that
2: was that was the other I, thing uh, with the chit chat that you'd have an advantage over over Kelly's like at oh, the chit chat. At least you knew. Like, there's shit in the basement somewhere. Like, you could always find some miracle microphone in some fucking box somewhere. There is a
1: cable somewhere that you need. Right. Right. But
2: Kelly's, it's like the fucking wet bandits got to it. The whole basement's underwater. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, sorry about that.
1: (laughs) But, like, and and that's the thing, too, is, like, Kelly's was a destination because yes. at least when you're going to the chat.
2: You could be on your way to somewhere. It's
1: you're going to the tap, you're yes. going yeah. to, you know, then people hear like, the band. they leave. Right. Yeah.
2: Kelly's, it's like exactly. you, you made a delir. you parked at right aid. Yeah. You crossed the street. <laughs> yep. You look both ways. And then once you went inside. Uh, and the other thing about Kelly's, too, when you walk in there, it's so abrupt where the fucking bar oh is. Oh my God. Like you can't no. you can't just check out Kelly's. Like you nope. can't be like, oh, let's open this door and like Kind of be a fly on the wall for a few seconds and see if it's a place you want to hang out. Like the second you open the door, you're Bar. in the thick
1: of it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> y- you are in it. Because <laughs>
2: if you open, like if you walk into the tap, right, and you're like, ah, I'm not feeling it, you can guilt free leave. If right. you walk into Kelly's and you see these beady eyes just <laughs> turning to you, you, you're almost like morally obligated to at least stay for like a bottle of Budweiser.
1: Yeah. And it, like before, so I think mine was on Thursdays which is, you know, the best time to have an open mic. Yeah. And uh, right before the good old boys were still there. Yeah. You know, like having there before I go home to the yes. old ball and chain beer. Yes. yes. And it was the same deal where you open up and I have like, you know, this giant bag of like, mic stands and, and cabling and like an acoustic on my back and a an amp and I'm like walking in and they just like you can hear the record scratch when you open the door and- I
2: was actually just going to say I, I always wanted to start a bar where you know when you walk into convenience stores and there's like the censored bell that rings oh, yeah. like not an actual bell but like, censored I always wanted to cue that up with a record scratch oh. so anytime <laughs> anytime someone came into my bar you actually would be hit with a literal record scratch and I just think that would be the funniest fucking thing. I'd,
1: I'd put money into that. I'd totally do that.
2: <laughs> Imagine like every time you walk in.
1: <laughs> someone comes in. They've we
2: never been there.
0: Yeah, we should. Where the fuck is it? I don't know. Find it's it. Good. But someone comes in and sits down. And you're like, hey, just so you know, if somebody walks in and you hear the record scratch, you have to look at the door. You have to. So like, and okay. Look. And then. <laughs> yeah.
2: Just have yeah. that every time you open up.
0: Everyone looks at the door. Yeah. You just never get new customers.
2: Oh, the other thing Dave hated too was uh, uh, like sleeveless shirts. Oh yeah, like if you Not wore, a fan. if you showed up with like a tank top, get out, get out. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, dude.
1: And that well, that's probably why the bar was right on the door, so, so he, he could, could just, monitor immediately. Yeah. Backpack out, <laughs> so that so that by
2: the time he kicked you out, you weren't
1: that far in to begin right. with. Yeah, exactly. You just go, You can't you literally fight anybody. Just Do a one eighty. <laughs> Walk back to your car across at it right edge. It's so funny. Dude. Oh, speaking of cars at right uh I don't know why I'm remembering this, but so uh, left a, left some sort of gear in my car, and I go to go out. Sorry, I'm not sure about you it. shut up! Oh, what? Yeah, close to. I don't. Geez, Jeez. I don't, I, Creepy, dude. What is that thing? I don't even want to get into it. Right. I don't know, but it's listening to us. Um. So walk across the street, and as I'm like. Heading over, I look I look to my right, and there's this car. And so, like, uh, you guys probably know. You're heading like, towards Rite Aid? I'm walking towards Rite Aid from Kelly's. Yep. And over on the right, there's that, like, kind of sort of 90-degree turn. Yep. yep. Somebody is whipping around that corner, and they hit. You know how there's the, the cars that are parked yep. outside of the yes. parking lot? Just mash no like, way like i duck and there is shrapnel that hits me from the car that hit are you kidding me oh yeah there was like plastic bits everywhere Jesus. and all of a sudden so like there's uh i think there's like apartment buildings in that white building next to kelly's there's like yes. a weird shop yeah. and, yes. then, and this woman comes down and she is like this this kind of older blonde lady she's like My She's like tears rolling down her face, and like, oh my God. and you just see this chick get out of the the one that was driving, and she's shit faced. Oh, shit faced! Like, didn't fucking, I didn't fucking it. Like the kind of shit faced that you're. It doesn't matter how hard you hit the other car; you're not getting injured. Yeah, right, you know, because right, right, you're right. just a bowl of jelly. Right. Yes. Uh yeah. So did she get shit face at Kelly's? Uh no. I no. I don't think so. I mean maybe. Dude, and then that's left freaky, and came man. back to go yell at Dave about something. <laughs> Why did you touch my boob? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. The yeah. one. <laughs> the, the one boob. Yeah. <laughs> the one good one. Dude, that's
2: freaky, man. Yeah. So you almost bit the dust.
1: I almost yeah, it was a little scary. Jeez. A little scary. So
2: she just like accordioned all yep. of the parked cars. Sure
1: did. Yeah. ripple down. Just yeah. That there was no trunk left in the car that she hit.
2: Did the blonde the crazy blonde lady that came out crying know the driver of the car?
1: No. Nope. And just hysterical. There was no because I was like, it's you're gonna be okay.
2: Which I don't understand. It's just your car. I don't I don't understand why especially like people on the lower income side get like complain when their car gets fucked because it's like Usually a ship box, right? I get the inconvenience of it, totally. But like, it's all gonna come out in the wash, probably in your favor, right? You'd think. You'd think. Oh, I well, mean, unless you're not insured.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's fair. I mean, she lived in Mass. So you're technically supposed to have it. But
2: like, if somebody fucking plowed into my car,
1: I'd be like, I'd be psyched. Sweet.
2: Yeah. As long as I wasn't in it. Right.
1: Okay. Yeah. Fuck it. I mean, someone this,
2: did plow into my car. This, I mean,
0: I've so many accidents and and insurance stuff works out so well for people.
1: Yeah, it <laughs> does. Yeah, no? Jesus. Oh.
0: But like my fondest memory of playing Kelly's was the um, oh boy. when End North. Maybe yeah, you played North. drums with us. Yeah, we played. I played drums. Dude, with you I guess. think
2: End North was like a two-month name. Well, I mean, it was a pretty big deal. Actually, in my it could have been, been longer. But
0: that's when uh. Uh, the, you guys played with the Washingtons.
2: Yes, that was a fun show. And that then, was like a snowstorm, I think.
0: Yeah, it was a blizzard. And there were like four ex-mayors in the room, and then uh, Liam was like, you know, the song's about,
2: you know, fuck the government, fuck Democrats, Get fuck out! Republicans. Get out of my bar! Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I'm just like... Dave's just hollering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just like shaking my head behind the drum set like there's literally mayors in
2: here. Yeah. No, I remember that, and... uh yeah, especially because I don't care if people are political, but when it's it, when it's just every cliche, angsty college kid right. political opinions, that's what offends me. Because I'm like, and, come on, you this know, is boring.
0: Maybe do that when you are a well-established band that has you're playing a show of like forty five thousand people, not at Kelly's Bar. Right, like
2: Billy Joe Armstrong can give his little political opinions, but like when you're at a performance at Kelly's, like. <laughs> The only people there are like
0: our parents.
2: Yeah, Yeah. you get him, Billy. Yeah, it was just so funny, especially too, because it wasn't even like a pointed statement. It was just this blanket. Yeah, fuck everybody. Everything sucks.
1: Politics are dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And then Dave Barrett just ready to just fuck out. out. Dave Barrow would be like Dr. Evil. If he had the ability to flip people's chair into like a fiery pit, like everybody would be dead in like three minutes. I'm
1: badly burned, <laughs> but I'm okay. Oh, you man. shot me. You shot me in the arm. Which uh. it
0: took me so long to figure out that that was Will Ferrell. Like, yeah. as, oh, really? As a young kid. Yeah, Mustafa. Or- like,. It t- Like I knew who Will Ferrell was and Yeah then but like that
2: was like when w- Austin Powers was like 96 or 97
0: So I was a 6 or 7 year old So that would have been like
2: He would have been on the rise still He wasn't like Will Ferrell yet
0: Cause I didn't know it was him until I rewatched it like years right. later I was like
2: oh my god that's my, my mom. And they gave him on that like super fake tanner Like he's literally <laughs> like, he's like Cause he's supposed to be like Middle Eastern And he's like so It's like the closest you can get to blackface Without being blackface Like when you watch the movie it's so funny I fucking love that movie.
1: What a man.
0: fantastic flick! Yeah, that's Jeez. a good
1: one. Yes, I
2: made a movie reference
0: on
1: that. I'm so yeah, sure. yeah you did. Yeah, you yeah, did it. Ah, oh, thanks.
0: Oh, that was a very nice brisk tap, by the way. Yeah, I'm Don't getting Don't think it was, I didn't it notice. It that. was with
1: intent. I it appreciate it. Was. It was, it was okay. very. Yeah, I gave the pretentious. Uh, I know where this is, and I'm tapping. Yep.
2: Yeah, yeah, the corner ones. I think I've memorized.
1: So you
0: um, do you or do you not? like kind of have like a studio you like record a bit is that you? yeah i do record you do that yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay
1: i i do i i've done a couple rpm records on my not uh, <laughs> bourbon um i've i've <laughs> I've done a couple rpm records on my own uh it's usually fake drums and uh i have a couple programs that are like amp simulators but you right. know it's just just to get the get the idea yeah and then like the i did two records with bob uh, I did one with Brian uh, with Stack.
0: Why is oh, yeah. that so familiar of a name?
1: Uh, you were talking to Ben Bunker about him. Yeah. Because oh. uh, mot- oh. Motel Art. Ben Bunker. Ben Bunker. <laughs> yes. I, uh I think they're sick of me saying. I, uh, so uh, true story, funny story. Not really funny. Um, <laughs> I've been answering podcasts. Like So Alex was on. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex Sabo. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, I see it, but I never say it, so I don't know how it's exactly. Pronounced. Yeah. Sorry, Alex. Alejandro. No, it, you got it right though. All right, cool. Um, so he was talking about like a breakfast joint or whatever in Derry, and like at his job, and I was like, dude, like I paused the podcast, I texted him and said, I'm answering you right now on the pod. Uh, go to uh this specific place in Derry. Like you need to go to this spot. Yeah. And like two weeks later he's like, So I missed my exit and I went to that spot and oh my god. I was like, yes. No way. Nice. <laughs> Got him. Nice. And then uh Ben was on and I love me some motel art. Like Yeah, I, Motel r- Art's awesome. I really I I've pl- I've done a couple of shows with them and then like I fangirl. Like not yep. even fan boy, I fangirl over like been it's there. slightly yep. embarrassing. Yep, yep. Um uh and he was talking about the distro thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. And I was like, dude, Distro Kid. Yeah. Not a plugged, not a, not a sponsor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I forget that I'm on a podcast and I probably shouldn't be like hawking shit. Oh, do it. Um, well, yeah. The but, FCC really comes out. Yeah, hard I know that. Yeah. Way, so, um, so uh, but yeah, I was like, dude, he's like, oh, well, do you have to like register? I'm like, no. I'm like, they do everything for you here. Like this is the thing, and then like a week later, I see Motel Art on all your streaming services. Yeah, like uh, yes, I got him. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, so you're really having quite the effect
1: on. Yeah, uh, dude. I, I mean, you know, I'm not. Sh- I'm just. But you're just doing like these like little pro that, bono sprinkles like, of them. Honestly, like I've, I'm, I'm, I'm really afraid to toot my own horn here. So because I'm oh, not, I don't. I'm not a tooter. Give it a it. But like, I've been in this. I haven't been in this scene for like as long as you guys have. I I got here uh, in like <laughs> two thousand six ish, two thousand yeah, around there, and like I know everybody because of uh, Bob Beale and Chitchat Ch- 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 Open Mic. Yeah, like so do we. way. Uh, yeah, that's how I know everybody in Haverhill. Yeah, well, not every but you, you all, all my right. friends that are in Haverhill. Um, and like I'm not, I'm not one like I don't. Like, I know you guys. I know of you guys. Right. right more but of
2: like a high and by type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, we've played music together. Yes. Probably at an open mic yeah, or a show set, or something. Six set, bro. Six set. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. That's exactly right. what it is. Right. Yeah. And like, six but set, I, bro. But if e- anybody of those people will be like, oh, I need, I need this. Or I need, I wish we could. And I know it. Yep. I will go here, this. Now, go. Yep. What do right. you need? Right. You know? Yep. Do you need your guitar set up? Give it to me. Give me $20 and here you go. Yeah. Go get yep. make do the thing that I'm too old to do now. Right. Go. You're
2: like, yeah, I like that, though.
1: Like uh, the Do you guys remember the Heaventown shows? Yes. yes. At the upstairs. Yep. of the Chitchat? So fucking
0: weird that you said that Heaventown literally followed us like today. Really? Yeah, they they asked you. They, <laughs> no, it's tell- not me.
1: Hey, uh, follow the. Hey, team. Yeah, yeah, No, they followed me. Uh, the afternoon. Oh no, before. they wanted to send us a message. I guess I'll allow it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember they haven't But like, I mean, I'd play it. But I was also like, so you, you guys need, you know, you need some sound. Right, right, right. You know, like I'll, I'll sit behind the owl. Right,
2: right. With you're, the mixer, you're and, the guy that just wants to lend a hand. I just and, want and everybody to
1: do the thing.
2: You're the, you're the lubricant.
1: Yes. Oh. I'm the WD-40. Yes. To the Haverhill music scene.
0: Haventown made us a fucking, a goddamn, like, E-flyer. Wow, fuck. You know? Are you guys playing for them? I guess we're playing March 28th, which I totally forgot about, but we are playing. Oh, yeah. Remember? With, li-
2: <laughs> with Liz Bills, Sub Ooh. Punch, and Johnny Earthquake. Johnny Earthquake.
0: <laughs> Wait, is that the guy with the pirate hat? Yeah. You know yeah, Johnny! Right. Is he...
2: Ah, no, that's a fridge.
0: Okay. Oh, that was my first batch
1: of ice. Oh, that's a new fridge. New fridge. Kind of first batch of ice. Um Is he in the not the radiator Rattlers Is he like I've only known him as Johnny Earthquake.
2: So he's okay. like this kind of not to an be an older be, gentleman, but he's this, like
1: punk rock as hell. Yeah. And he's like I'm going to dress like a pirate Yeah. And he's like
2: kind of like, he's like this shriveled kind of old. That sounds okay. bad.
1: If you added like 40 years to Glen yeah Okay, fair also, enough. Also, I think I'm pronouncing his last name it, wrong. He Baraby. Baruby. Because apparently there's a prominent Baruby in Haverhill. Yeah. Oh, and I, we know. Who. We know Doug Baruby. Yep. So I... And, and he g- wants nothing to do with that. Uh, or his dad didn't or something. Okay. Fair his enough. Dad so goes, it's like King he Wilder. Like, yeah. He's like
2: Frankenstein instead of Frankenstein. Yeah, exactly. Acting? Okay. Yeah.
1: Dude, that's such a weird just
0: thing. What? That Doug Barubi just came so heavily into your lives and then vanished so quickly.
2: Yeah, dude. He was talented too.
0: He was. He was really. He was like no, a really good keys player. He like played for them for a while. Oh really? But remember at the uh, at the fucking mayor's where like I came downstairs and he was wasted,
2: dude. Oh, he God. was weird, man. Like
0: yeah. And he just started like beating the sh- not beating the shit out of me, but like oh, pushing yeah. me around and like slapping me. Dude, I forgot about with that. like an Irish accent. And be like, yeah,
1: fucking Jesus
0: bloody
2: fuck. Dude, <laughs> all of a sudden, he was full Irish brogue just giving you a Donnybrook. Just like and,
0: pushing me around. I'm yeah. like, dude, what, what? the
2: fuck? Yeah. Dude, he was an odd man because he was like, and he would get in these uh, fucking laughing fits. I remember we were having a party, and I think you were there the other night. So his name's Doug. And um, there were these girls that were over. It was like a party, and one of the girls was like, really... Fat. heavy. Yeah. Really fat. <laughs>
1: She's a big girl. I don't mean that
2: like judgmentally. Again, if if just ob- objective. If oh. I saw her commit a crime and the cops needed me as a witness and asked me to describe her, I'd say she was a really fat oh, lady.
0: Oh wait. A great big fat person?
2: Yeah. And uh so anyways, her name is Patty. Yeah, so, of course it is. <laughs> so so he ends up getting drunk and he goes upstairs and starts uh like having sex with her and then he makes the Doug and Patty connection, like Doug Funny and Patty uh, Mayonnaise, and he's laughing hysterically while fucking her, and she's so confused. She's so confused and horrified that like she like just pushes him off of her, like gets dressed, and just leaves. And then Doug comes downstairs, and, we're, and uh, we didn't know what happened at the time. And then he's like, dude, man, that girl just left. And we're like, what happened? And then he just told us a story about how he thought of Patty mayonnaise. And couldn't stop laughing, <laughs> and but that's just how fucking nuts this guy was.
1: It's amazing.
2: He was hilarious, but I think he's um, he got a pretty. I think when he was like twenty three, I think he like got married and bought a house and just kind of, okay, disappeared. I have
0: like a weird, very
2: distinct memory of. Yeah, I remember when he's beating the shit out of you with an Irish. Yeah. With
0: that. He's- but like me sitting on his front porch while we were grilling uh, Chinese sausage
2: links. Oh yeah, I
0: don't know why that memory is just stuck in my head, but it yeah. is.
2: Yeah,
1: so so, may, there you so go. It may, <laughs>
2: maybe it makes sense. Like Glenn is trying to uh, change his phonetics. He doesn't
1: from. <laughs> he doesn't want to deal with the Irish rogue <laughs> yeah. that beats the hell out of people. Yeah. yeah,
2: and by the way, you can say you're kidding, but if you're actually punching me, it's the same as if you're not kidding. Exactly. Like yeah, I'm, totally. if I'm waking up with bruises in the morning, <laughs> uh-huh. I don't. You might as well have been serious. Right. Like I used to have friends of that that would just punch. Your arm to the point where, like, my bones would fucking rattle like a tuning fork, and I'd be like, and they'd be like, dude, I'm just fucking around. Right. Well.
0: Unless you're working out, but only kidding.
2: Right. If you go to the gym and you're working out, but you're kidding, then that's fine.
0: That was a callback to about 60 episodes
2: ago. Man. So, where do you play? Like, when you go out now? Because I'm so. We're so fucking dude,
1: I'm so behind. bad our heads are so fine I'm so houses. bad yeah. at, at booking gigs like I'm awful at it I guarantee you or worse uh, mm. um the last the last gig I did was in Lowell uh and it was only because Alex Sabo Sabo. okay so nice. we're on a similar page yeah. here. yeah we just yeah just play yeah. with it I Alex just wait for the phone yeah, exactly it's <laughs> Alex. yeah or I uh the or Bearwolf calls me because yeah. I don't have the chit chat anymore. Dude, Beowulf's cool, we, man. Bear so Wolf's are awesome. you
2: playing at the... Isn't yes, one, I am. Isn't that okay. like next week?
1: I got you. Like? Yeah, can you plug for us? I will plug. Uh, that I wasn't being rude on my phone. I was actually pulling up the Facebook thing. Uh, Beowulf, uh, March 8th uh, from 2 to 7. It's a Sunday. All right, cool. Uh, and that's what's awesome about Bob. So uh, the first one, he hits me up because he knows I play it at Beowulf all the time. He's like, so I had this idea of getting the guys back together from the chit chat. Do you think Beowulf would do it? And I'm like, they like weird shit. I'll go ask (laughs) him. Yeah. And this kid, Wyeth, he's the, he's the guy who books everything. And I was like, Hey dude, I want to run something by you. So a bunch of us used to all get together like back in the early two (laughs) thousands where we'd play an open mic. And it was like a really tight knit community uh would you guys want to do something like that and have us all get back together like we want to do a show? And he's like Like he he probably did the thing that that rapper that decided he was gonna tell you Jay he opened yes. for Jay Z, he did that kind of like I'm gonna grab my I'm gonna think about this. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah let's do that. He's yeah. like, as long as there's no fucking backpacks, right, yeah, that's right. Fine. Sleeveless shirts.
2: Oh, we should try to get Dave Barrett to go oh to this. Oh my
1: god, that'd be funny. So, uh, so yeah, so that's no. It's m- a really cool
2: uh, spot. So that was the first time I actually went there. Was the show last year? Right. Um, so do they do shows like regularly, or is it just kind of like when? Yeah, they have
1: live music a bunch. That's um, cool. Uh, yeah, we actually, I think it's my first or second gig there. Was their f- like first anniversary? Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, and the 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 bookers super awesome, and they're like they're just. I think they're getting a little bit more now that they're like getting a following for their beer. I think they're yeah. getting a little bit more uh, mainstream's the wrong word, but like a little less out there. Yeah. But they're still like, if you have an idea and you need a place to do it, that's the first place I'd go.
2: That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, and it's in a cool spot because I remember like the first time, it's right there if you're in downtown Ainsbury on foot. But I remember right. when I like parked and I was like, "Where the fuck is the?" Well, what's funny
1: is. Uh I didn't like so the first time I went there, it took me kind of a back way, and I look over and I see the studio that Ryan Stack had that I recorded my 30p in. And oh, then, no way. Yeah, that there's like that wood shop that's yeah, over I, there. I, I, yeah. He
2: must have went the same back way. Yeah,
1: he has a studio in that wood shop. Oh shit. Like no that's way. that's the B studio now. I guess he's on to bigger and better things. But like yeah, so it it was just it was that kind of like Oh, this is this is kind of a this feels like home situation, right. you know? Because right. We spent, you know, a couple of weeks in it's this familiar place. territory. Right. Yeah. And so, but yeah, no, the the space is rad. They put a they have a stage up there now. Oh, really? Uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. They, it's it's very chit chat esque. I like, like it. Like it's got that weird. Uh, so there's uh, for the people who don't know, there's a back door from the chit chat in the ladies room that you always had to point people to because yep. they always went to the, uh, the, the, the men's. No, the, sound the, the mixer, the, sa- the mixer. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's totally true. Um, but so like you'd have to come in the back door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm
0: this much of a fucking
1: idiot. I'm like, ah, oh, it's, you mean the men's? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, that's not what I fucking mean. Uh, you'd go in the back door and then like, uh, there's like this weird angle. Like it's not a 90 degree. It's not really a 45. It's like, Somewhere in but they also cut the stage to that angle, so uh, like you know what I mean. So it's kind of a very small. Remember at the chat, there was like that weird angle yes. at oh, the yeah. stage. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Beowulf has the same. It's, oh, they do. It's there. Yeah. Yes. So when I put the because you know it's it's in bits. So when I put it down, I was like, oh. wow. Because the first time they had it was that night, the first open mic reunion, and I went, oh yeah, this is perfect.
2: <laughs> I, I'm so surprised that the integrity of the Chit Chat stage is still upheld because. It just feels. Is it still there? Well, have you you guys been? We boycotted it. Yeah, I don't go. Yeah, maybe I'm giving him too much credit because we have. I haven't stepped foot in there literally since it once stopped being the chichi. Once
1: Joe sold it, I was out. Yeah, I. It was funny because uh, Liz actually was like, hey, you want to play the last show at the Chit Chat? I was like, yeah, of course I do. Like yeah. that, that place was like my living room for a while, which is a little sad to say now. Nah, but like, we're, dude, I'm the same. I There was a point where I was unemployed and I was just making music. Yeah. And that's all I did. So I spent a lot of time at the Chit Chat. And like, yeah, it was the, it was really surreal of like this. Like everybody kind of got together and did the thing. And I think they had a couple shows after that. But this was like the last show with the Chit Chat. Right. Then, yeah. And once I heard Moonshine, I was like, oh, I'm out. Yep, yeah, done. It, it was See like, you guys.
2: It was like weird because it it wasn't like it would almost have been more like poetically satisfying if you played that show knowing that they were gonna bulldoze it to the ground the next exactly. day. Exactly. But it's this weird thing where you're like, well, it's still gonna be there because they were starting to
1: put like they were starting to change the ceiling. Like yeah, they were yeah. lowering it or some some bullshit or yeah. Like so it was the like the this server.
2: awkward kind of unsatisfying farewell because you're like, well, I still have to walk by this place every day but it's just not going to be the chit chat yeah, so yeah. it wasn't even like oh remember the chit chat it's like oh now it's like oh yeah the chit chat still there but it's not the but chit-chat. it's yeah you know what i mean have you,
1: <laughs> it's it's now it's that the question i ask you guys like have you been in there since since it's not the chit chat everyone says no no and I, everybody says no
0: yeah i wish somebody would buy it back and then just change the name back to the chit chat and then they would have like the most loyal following ever
2: Dude, well, that's the other thing. It's changed hands so many times, but everybody at least had the decorum to honor the name The Chit Chit. Right. Like, like, it was kind of like the one, you know, thing that stayed. Right. And it, if chit-chat. you didn't
1: know who, like, when uh, it was a Gary that owned it, and then Steve and Debbie, and then Joe, yeah. Yeah. That's, yep. like, if you weren't in the, the position that we're in, that we played there a bunch, so, like, we knew who was signing the check at the end of the night. Right, right. You wouldn't know that it changed hands. No, you wouldn't. Unless you looked up and it was like, oh, there's like... Because
2: the marquee was still the same. Right. right.
1: Yeah, you'd look up and go, oh, there's a sprinkler system now. Right. Looks like they went back to code. And then
2: like once every 20 minutes, there'd be a gay bar upstairs. That would be the right. only change. Exactly. But it was always the chit-chat.
1: <laughs> uh, that didn't last long, did it? No. no was it, it? Phoenix? Phoenix, uh, yeah. 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 Which was which was funny because it stopped being Phoenix, but they they kept all the like decor and everything. So there was like this yes. weird leather furniture that yes. was like in yin yangs and like just pictures of cocks on the wall. Yeah, and shit. it was you know, almost like
2: almost like someone that never met a gay person designed it. Like <laughs> like they were like, what the gay people like uh,
1: leather and
2: uh, let's put some thick
1: curtains up. And you're some- you're a lady. That's close enough. <laughs> yeah. Make something gay people would like. I remember I went up
2: there and like...
1: We need masquerade masks everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, Phoenix. It was funny, dude. Yeah,
1: because doing the Heaventown shows up there, I was like, whoa. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like fucking beanbag chairs. But
1: like, there's still that shitty little bar in the corner yes. that's still the chit-chat. And you're like, that doesn't fit. No, <laughs> it doesn't. doesn't. What did they do here?
2: <laughs> I know. It was weird because like it's almost like... And I get that... It was cool that they still had like, live, like a spot for live music, but they really probably just should have put like a billiards table up there or something. Because
1: if you went there and no one was playing, it was just kind of this awkward... Well, they had a billiards table up there for a bit, but whenever there was like that... Oh, they'd have to move it. What's a, Yeah, that DJ kid that always played up there. What the hell is his name? Oh. Um, uh, he looked like he should sing for the used... Yes. That kid. I know who you talking about. Uh, I forget his name now. I
2: don't really yeah, I never really knew him well enough. Yeah, me either. But I used to see him all the fucking time. But they always
1: had to move the <laughs> they yeah, always so had they to move the like, pool table put the yeah. Yeah. I
2: remember
0: like such a brief time where like we would just be able to like go up there. Well, and
1: yeah, then
0: we, it turned into like, whoa, whoa, how'd you guys get up here?
2: Well it was always weird that I get that they did it because they were checking IDs, but it was almost weird, like the forbidden s- uh, stairwell Staircase in like, front of the booth there. And it would always have The little fucking kitty gate yep. that, Yeah Like that was really Going to stop a grown person For like Yeah You couldn't just put a String that said like Do not But it, yeah It was always bizarre Because it was like Wait But you ID'd me to get in here And you're iding people To go up the outside stairs So by definition If I have access To this staircase Shouldn't have already been ID'd Right, right. And it was like this weird thing Like no 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 What are you doing No you
1: have to go out front and Yeah Get re-ID'd
2: Right But uh,
1: yeah, because I always used to get because I used to go down the basement. Like I I took over for Bob a couple of times. You know, you just hop down the basement. I love the basement. I love the smell of it. Oh, yeah. Me too. But yeah, towards the end there, I started getting funny looks. Like yeah. what, are you, what are you doing? See?
0: Down there? That's part of why I didn't fucking like doing it anymore. Is, I, is when Ty was there, I could go up and down the basement as much as I fucking yeah, wanted. Cared. Grab whatever. Yes. Because I knew what the fuck I was doing. I knew where everything was. Mm-hmm. Then once it was a new bartender. And people were looking suspiciously at I'd you. I'd like go down, and then the bartender would come down and be like, Can I help you? I'm like, No, I'm just grabbing the yeah, fucking like fuck the mic yeah. cables, yeah.
1: dude. I'm running the open mic. You and should know would, who I am.
0: Right. And then it'd be like another fucking bartender. So then I'd have to do it. I'd have to explain again. I'm like, Fuck this. Dude, it was I'm so done.
2: weird, man. And like, like, Ty Ty would just own the fucking bar. Like, there'd be nights, like, those random Tuesday nights where it'd be fucking packed. Yeah. And, like, it was just him, and he was never stressed out, nope. and he would just do his job. And then, like, and then all of a sudden, I just feel like then when it changed, and, like, the attitudes, like, I'd ask for a Bud Light, and i get this, like, cunty eye roll back, and I was like, what the yeah. fuck is this? And then, like, it, was just, it would just snowball, snowball, like, all these little reasons would just add up. Right. And I'd be like, all right, this is not the same at all. Right. And once fucking the usual crew stopped showing up, I was like, all right, well, it yeah. wasn't worth it anymore. Yeah. Because even on the dead nights, when there were two people in there, we could just sit at the bar and just shoot the shit with Ty. Yeah. And play right. fucking music in the background in between. You know, we'd have 20-minute breaks instead of 20-second breaks or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, but I was so glad that I was at least able to have a taste of like the heyday. Right. Well, our heyday. I know the original heyday was like.
1: There's we, Well, there was a heyday before ours, too, when yeah. uh, Mike Zapinski ran it.
2: Yeah, because I remember Bob used to talk about it. And it yeah. was like. It was like.
1: I mean, the man's name was Open Mike, for Christ's sake. Like Jesus. They, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Like, they, they definitely had their deal. Yeah. Yeah. But there was. Yeah. Because then you had Bob and you had Mudflap. Yeah. Oh, Mudflap. They were, I, lo- I love Mudflap. I love Mudflap. I used to live across the street from him.
2: Does he still live by uh, Naples?
1: I, I don't know. Probably. I just know he drives a cab. Yeah, he does. That's, that's, all that's
2: the main thing I miss too, is because that mud flap was probably the regular with whom we were closest, right? Because it was just we would always fucking just hang out with him. But well, uh, he's
1: that kind of dude too. Yeah, he'll just go find who's running the place and just start exactly. To yeah. yeah, yeah, and it doesn't like he couldn't. He, you just met, and it'll you'll talk to him like you've known him for ten years. Yeah, uh, you know exactly. I mean? yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But I miss him, man. I haven't seen him in a while. He's a fucking character, dude. He's just like a giant fucking bear, dude. Yeah, that just like wants to laugh at like jokes that he admittedly doesn't understand <laughs> and just shoot the shit.
1: Like I dude, just, did, and he. I just love
2: him
0: every fucking time we saw him. He would. Cause we'd go outside, he'd be like smoking a cigarette or whatever. He'd be like, "Yo, I gotta show you this." And then he'd like pull up either like a meme or like a sh- short video or something, yeah. and be like, "It would be like the funniest shit." He'd be like, "I just have to show you this." Yeah, like yeah, every yeah, yeah. fucking time yeah. he'd have something like that.
2: And dude, he would he would like talk about his mental illness like people would talk about like the forecast this weekend. Yeah, like if, yeah dude, it. seriously, it was like, like the just the nonchalance. Uh, he was the best man it's like what's
0: up dude he's like nothing man I haven't left my bed for five
1: days what's up with you
2: <laughs> yeah exactly he'd be like I like, know I
1: said it was sober but I started smoking weed again yeah it was totally awesome
2: because <laughs> when he like I remember when he lost his tooth um, oh, yeah uh, and he I'm assuming he still hasn't replaced it because he kept it like that for like three years but I was like oh what happened to your tooth I was thinking like he got punched or like fell down or something he's like oh man he's like all my fucking Crazy pills just rot, <laughs> just rot my bones, yeah. and I bit something, and my tooth just fell out. <laughs> but yeah, and then I was like, "Are you gonna fix it?" He's like, "I thought about it, but everybody knows who has mud flaps, so I'm as well just <laughs> You keep didn't it. say
0: that. I fucking remember that.
2: Uh, oh man, dude,
1: so many names too. Mud so
2: Mud Junior Jones, Jones,
1: Junior Rabbit Deluxe, or
2: whatever. Yeah, so many. well,
1: the, there's like the Deluxe functified, Extra Crispy. Yeah, and there was like. There's Mudflap Junior Jones, Mudflap Junior Rabbit, Billy Bob Ray Jack. Yes, Billy Bob Ray Jack is when I play drums. Nice. Um, yeah, there's yeah, there's all these incarnations. And, I love it though. Yeah,
2: yeah, Because yeah, rather it would never be Mudflap featuring. Th- it would just no. the whole. If one person, <laughs> if one guy it's, stood up and, and played like, triangle, there'd be a different name. You
1: guys know him. How the hell does he keep track of all this? I don't know this. and he always did. Cuz I used instantly. to think I yeah. used to
2: think he was just kind of making it up and whatever but like right. if I quiz like everybody like what is it when this is the ensemble? Like right. everybody would know it's like an official name. Yep. And he would somehow keep track of it. Always. What was I?
0: <sighs> Rabbit I or Jackson or uh I don't even fucking remember. I think dude. it
2: was the Jack one Cause of Cuz Mudflap
1: Jackson. Jr. Jones was him and Ryan Taylor. Yeah. Yep. And then I was yeah, I was uh, Billy Bob Ray Jack. Yeah, and then there was oh, I think I was Jackson because it was, was Mudflap. Ju- yeah, I think you were Mudflap Junior Rabbit. I don't know that. I don't know that drummer. Maybe that was me maybe then. you were Junior. It I think either, you were Junior Rabbit. I was either Rabbit or Jackson, but I can't remember yeah. which one.
0: <laughs>
3: Jesus, I remember but then when we had I, a sh-
0: he used to work at a screen printing sh- shop. Yeah, and he had a Mudflap Junior Jackson. Oh, yeah, Surely. Really? Yeah. So then, like, I'd wear those to like the oh, fucking open awesome. mic and shit. Dude, we that's used to perfect. make.
2: I used to make shirts all the time because I had one that said, "Where is Bob Beale?" That I wore for years <laughs> because he just vanished. You should bring that back. And like, people would go to the chit chat that like hadn't been there get, since like 2005, and they would look in the soundboard and be like, "Oh, where's Bob what Beale?" Beale. <laughs> 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 like they just showed up after 10 years, just assuming he. was Are you here.
1: guys doing the the show on the eighth? Yeah, yeah, we're in. Do you still have that shirt, dude? I th- yeah, you Can wore you- it last year. I did oh, wear. it. Did you wear it, it last yeah. year? Okay. I was gonna say you gotta
2: wear it. I'll wear, wear it, it again, again out of respect. <laughs> because it was like every everyone would always be like, and we, dude, the the thing that insulted me the most about it is that like we were close and tight with Bob, and even we didn't know where he was. Like, <laughs> like that's what like annoyed me. I was like, you're treating us like you're treating fucking some fucking hanger on.
0: Right now, I just think as soon as he had to take over the bike shop, he just. He was getting up at like four in the morning. Oh, and yeah. Not getting I think he like avoided. And just I think like, what
2: it really was, I think he avoided anyone with connection to the open mic out of fear of being guilted or sucked back into doing it. Because I think if you texted him, he'd be like, oh, what if Tim's going on vacation next week and wants me to cover <laughs> for the open mic? Yeah, so he's right. like, I'm just going to,
1: better to just, yeah, just, just not even. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. why I was surprised when he was like, hey, we should we should have a get together. We should bring all those guys back. Yeah. I'm like you what? <laughs> Where have you been the past like five years? I know. You know? But is, yeah, no. Is, he's always like yeah, you're right. He's always he's always there. He is. He's not there, but he's, but he's there. there. Right.
2: Yeah. No, it's great, man. He's there in our
0: hearts and minds.
2: Mm. Yeah. Bob Beal. Bob Beale. God bless him. hmm What
0: a he's guy, blessed. dude, huh? He's a good dude. He was my first um. Bulletproof coffee experience Was thanks to Bob Beale. That sounds about right oh, yeah.
1: yeah Yeah Remember that
3: Yeah
0: And grass fed meat Yes We went to record He was like We're gonna start you off With some bulletproof coffee And then for lunch We're gonna have grass fed burgers That's Yep And I was like yeah. This is great
2: I would like I would do like a vocal take And he'd be like uh, Why don't you do that One more time He's like But uh, have a sip of this coffee first <laughs> <laughs>
1: And you're like, that's what I need in my throat. Yeah, that's says butter. Like, yeah.
2: i
0: was like, dude. <laughs> dude, the best was not like, covering Oh Darling by the
1: Beatles, Recording there. And like, he'd be
0: like, um, all right, I'll play it back. Just like practice it one, one or two more times. And you're like, all right.
2: And then he would record the practice. Right. So yeah. then, oh
0: yeah. And Always then he'd be like, that. oh, that was good. And you'd be like, yeah, yeah, let's take it. And he'd be like, nope, I already got it. Yep. Yep. And you're like, what?
2: Yeah. No, he's smart to do that. Right. Because it's the red light syndrome. Or like, as soon as you know you're on, you're like, fuck.
1: I recorded a cover with Glenn. Uh, it was the it was a psychedelic first cover, um, Go, Ghost in You, I think it was. I don't know, it's it's been a long time, but I remember like that was the first time I was in a studio. Yes, right? Right. like I had done some shit in in high school, but it was but like a proper. But like, this was like yeah, right. And like, I'm I'm on the microphone and I'm singing like this because he cranked the hell out of my oh, my headphones, right. so I'm very loud. Yep. And he goes, yeah, just just keep singing like, uh, I'm not gonna say the words that he said, but like, just keep yeah. singing like that, and like, uh, and and I remember he took a, you know, he does like five takes, yeah, right? Right. and then he comps them, yeah, and this is the first time I've ever, me too, me, and I'm like, oh shit, I'm being auto tuned, right? Oh, I did it wrong, oh my god, and then Glenn always gives me shit about this, so like, we do my first record. Yep. And there are parts where I'm like, so that was with Bob, yeah, yeah, that was with Bob, and the the sequel was with Bob, okay. And uh, it, it, those two records, I'm like, yeah, that's close enough, you can bump that right, you can totally <laughs> just kind of give that a nudge right. and now call you, it a good now that you, you know? now it's a cushion before yeah. you dreaded it. I'm like, oh no, but yeah, now I'm like, hey, yeah, back, yeah, back, back. <laughs> and anytime I do that, Glenn's like, do you remember? When, when you, you were in, you were like, "No, when you're I can't believe I can't believe I'm being auto-tuned. <laughs> oh, why didn't I get it right the first time?" It's you so know?
2: true, man. Because it's not even, and it's not even like an <laughs> actual auto. Like it's still you. Everything I, that he's playing, yeah, totally. It's still you.
1: You can hit those notes. It's just faster to go. Bip. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know? And right. you're paying by the hour, so you're exactly. like, "Yeah, whatever. Just fucking yeah. auto-tune it, dude. That's fine." Right. Yeah. It's right. not like you're lasering it and making it sound like share. Like just exactly. you know, it still sounds natural. Just a. Yeah You were just a, Give it a push, a, you know? push. Exactly. a push Exactly Yeah But Yeah <laughs> I don't, I don't Yeah Yeah he yeah, was Bob, He yeah. was quick with that man Yeah he was He was very quick with that
2: Yeah I liked that I liked recording with him He He's
1: too. like this
0: part needs Something
1: And then he'd hand him an instrument And he'd no, go, then he <laughs>
2: Yeah. You're well, like then, yeah that yeah.
0: He just pulls out this huge box of shit and just opens it up and he's like find something yeah. Right. And yep. they're just like all these percussion instruments. We're mm-hmm. like, yeah okay.
2: okay. Yeah we had a ton of fun we had that.
1: The first the first record on uh, a song called Rut Sticking. Uh, there's this like gigantic uh, bridge, and I think I so it's it's a three part harmony, and he records everything five times. Yep. And just for shits. He like played it all, and we kept it. Yeah, he's he called it the Haverhill Boys Choir, <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, that sounds good. That's fucking hilarious. Dude. I'm like, but he's like, no, 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 just leave it. Just we're not even touching it. He's like, I'll I'll mix it. It'll be fine. Yeah, like no nudging, no nothing. Like it was yeah. just this. Yeah. All right. Okay. No, sounds that's good. The,
2: that's the funnest part. It's like if it sounds cool, it should stay. Like that's right. the thing. Because I used to be like, well, but how are we gonna pretend? Like, but it's like it just sounds good. So fuck it. Leave it in. Just leave exactly. It. And that's also the benefit of having people that you trust. Like if if there's some, you know, if you know some twenty one year old kid with a fucking studio and he tinkers and shit, like right. you don't actually trust that guy to put no. input on shit. Right. You you've maybe heard, you do if he's if you know him, but
1: and you've heard what Bob does, and you you know how Bob plays because he's a fucking like just shred master. Yes. McGee. Yeah. And so you just go okay. Yeah. Because there's a couple songs on that record where he's like, the same thing. He's like, it needs something. And he'd just grab a guitar and he'd just like, just play a riff. Right. Like completely off the top of his head and he'd just track it. Yeah. And then you're like, they, Jesus Christ, that was perfect. Right. And he's like, I don't know. And it's spot on. <laughs> he, no, no second take. There was no second no. take because he didn't need to. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah. Like, that sounds amazing. That's not something I'd ever do. Yeah, keep it. Yeah, yeah, there's so many gonna, times
2: where like I, I think I see yeah, I think I know a song from 30,000 feet and right. I see how it all plays out and then like and then like a year will go by and you be like, "What?" Like the, there was a bunch of shit that I missed there. Yeah. That's why you need other people. Absolutely. Very there's every now and again there's going to be some fucking genius that like can see the whole map. But for the most part, you're or, better off just listening.
1: Or to even it. shit will happen by accident. Right. So one of the songs in that record, like, he just stopped it and the ec- like the re- the echo kept going. Yeah. And he's like, That sounds really cool. Right. And so he found the place where he stopped it and then recorded that sound and put it in the front of the song. Yeah. So you hear this kind of like boo, boo, and then the song starts. Yep. Like it's just it was some accident. Like Exactly. He hit space bar and it sounded cool. Right. Exactly. We need that.
2: Mm. Oh man, now I did, want to record again, man.
1: Did he ever did he ever screw with you guys with like the where he'd move the cursor? So like if you recorded a vocal and he wanted to like I want you to do that one word again. Like you just missed it by and I know you can get it before I nudge it. And he'd like like he'd move He'd, he'd move yeah, the I think thing. He did,
2: I think he did fuck around with He Oh,
1: he used to screw with me so bad. with. Because yeah. <laughs> it always sounded awful. Yeah. <laughs> or he'd find that one note where you squeaked, and he'll just play it oh, over yeah, and over yeah. and over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That was fun. Because when we when we did our EP, we did the rhythm guitar and drums all in like one live take. Oh, right on. So it was like by the time we got to like actually come up with shit, it was like just the fun part like the bones were already there right and we could just because we wanted to do that like super fast i think we did the whole thing in like three or four days in terms yeah. of like tracking yeah i think so that's um, awesome um and then that was when it was fun because then we could then we could have i could waste fucking four hours figuring out what fucking cool percussion shit to do right on this one fucking you know what i mean right yeah, so yeah. it was cool and then he just play. He did all the bass tracks. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna go home. I'm gonna write some bass parts, and then uh, in like a week we'll lay down bass. And then Bob would be like, Why don't we just fucking bang this out today? <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, like, okay, He dude. would literally just. And by week he'd be he, like, he would just grrr, have grrr. his bass, yeah. and then he would just play. He would play like eight bars yep. and he'd be like alright got it. lay it down and just keep moving yep. and moving and moving and then he did we called it the Nancy Sinatra because the, it's my favorite part of the song we recorded it's this fucking like 15 note walk down that he just pulled out of his ass <laughs> I'll, I'll insert and it, it. Like, I'll
0: insert it right here
2: like you know like the these boots are made for walking starts yep. with the and it was like we were like dude the Nancy Sinatra's so sick man and then like that's oh, that's awesome. that. and then that's what we called it. Yeah. He'd
1: yeah, like, he, yeah. There's a there's a line in that singing feeling where I say to my knees but I say tamanis. Yeah. <laughs> so tamanis became a thing like it was of like a vegetable or something <laughs> yeah. like I'm going to go have some tamanis now. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. I really like that song cuz I remember that was the first one He played bass on that one. That's another one where like all of a sudden you hear like, yeah, he did the same
2: thing. That was actually, that was the first song that John Crook, like that was the intro to that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, right on. No, I like that song a lot.
1: Thank you. Yeah, that's that. That one I was, I actually wrote during the Like everything else was sort of was, it was old. Like it was, yep. it was stuff I wrote in like high school and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like in college, and then that one. As we were recording, I was like, you know, he sometimes you get that song that you just yes, like 100%. it just like vomits out of you, like yep. it's yeah. That was one of those, and I was yeah. like, we should, how about this? And he's like, yes, yeah, yeah. No, we're recording that. <laughs> we're doing that right now. It's a cool song.
2: The Thanks, the man. instrumentation's nice too because it's like, especially. Um, What's the first song of Distance? Distance Between? between? Yeah. yeah. But like, and then, cause then when that song comes on, it's like, uh, cause it's more of that like acoustic kind of, yeah. Like more percussive guitar at yep. the beginning. Yeah, right on. It's cool.
1: Yeah. We, uh, it's a good break for
2: like texture wise. That was
1: a lot of drums. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. a lot of like, doom, 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 doom. Okay, yeah. you did that on the snare and the floor tom. Now do it on the, the high tom and the floor tom. And now right. do it on the high tom and this and do it on, yeah. Yep. Just layers and layers of yeah. yeah. That was in that was in Hampton. So he had a spot in Hampton Beach for a hot second. Oh really? Yeah. So That's it's sweet. that record started in um not New Market. Oh shit. Newfields. New Hampshire. Okay. And then moved to Hampton. Really? Yeah. And then the second record was in uh Newton.
2: Oh, sweet. Yeah.
1: Cool. Well, James. Yeah, dude. Dude,
2: you're like Radiohead just he, renting out beach houses dude, and I,
1: recording. I, yeah, right. I, I fucking I, I played my first open mic. I had this like shitty, I, I'd say it's shitty. It was the nicest acoustic I've ever had at the time. It was this Alvarez that was like half the width. Yep. Like one of those real, I remember exactly the guitar you And it was about. orange? Well, I wasn't thinking orange, but yep. mine was they orange. It had, the, okay. had the cutaway? It had the single cut. Yeah, on the bottom. Yep, and it sounded like ass. Yep, and the tuner never worked. I'm very familiar. Okay, uh, and I did. Uh, I forget what I played, but I ended up playing. So here's another chit chat story. Uh, I played Saint James Infirmary. Yep. do you guys know that song? Yeah, it's one of those like uh, real fake book kind of songs that's been around forever. Okay, really, and nobody yep. nobody knows who wrote it. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Um, and it's you can play it in three minutes or you can play it in 10 minutes. Right. Like there's all the lyrics for
2: this thing. It's like, it's like house of the rising sun. It's just one of those. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, So I did that and, and that was the, like that night, all of a sudden, like Bob Beale is in my face. Yeah. Like, who are you and why are you here? And <laughs> what's your name? And are we friends? Right. You know, which is, at the time is what I needed. No, but like he's was, good at that. He's yeah. like he's
2: like the the local Ed Sullivan. He's the guy that like kind of sees somebody that he likes. Right. And he's like, ah.
1: All right, my ADD is kicking in right now, so just bear with me for a second. Yeah. So the, <laughs> uh, you guys were there the first open mic reunion. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where I just started fucking crying on stage for no reason. Um, Wait,
2: I think I I must have missed. It. I definitely would have remembered you, you crying. Oh
1: God, yeah, no, it was awful. Uh, so, uh.
2: I think I remember you. Did you play? um, uh, What is it? Said and done. Did you play that thing? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I walked in when you were playing. Oh,
1: okay, right on. So the the I played I played rut sticking, and uh, in rut sticking, go go to whatever you stream on. Spotify. Sure. Uh, I I also did the Distrokid thing. Uh, So it's I'm on like Deezer, whatever the hell that is. Um, so, so whatever you stream on right now, I want you to pause the podcast, look up the Darren Haw band, go to, uh, is in over his head and look up rat sticking. All right. You're back. Um, (laughs) quick song. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fine. You paused it. It's good. Uh, so, um, there's a, the, the bridge with the, the, the Haverhill boys choir. Yes. Um, so I do the Haverhill boys choir thing. And then like, you can do shit in there because it's just four chords. Like it's you right. know do 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 It's it's newfound glory. Um, yeah, hit or miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, and I've done uh, uh, the the nine inch nails uh, hurt. Yep. I've done that in those chords. Uh, I did the fresh prince of bel air in those chords Ooh. before. Nice. Um, so I'm going to do that, but I I I. I've been playing those chords since I was like 20-ish, 22. I'm 36 now, Um, even though I sound like I'm 50 for some reason. (laughs) Just the reference. Remember the cassette tape? Um, I don't think I've ever heard of a
2: 50-year-old going, you you remember Newfound Glory? You remember Newfound Glory? I remember
1: Newfound Glory. (laughs) Uh, um, So I'm vamping on those chords, and I'm trying to tell this story of like, so I, I started going to the open mic uh, because I was in a really awful place. Like, I'm going to bring things down for a hot second. Um, I was in a, an apartment in Haverhill and literally across the street from here, uh, I, I went through a really awful, awful breakup. Uh, oh God, I hope she doesn't listen to this. But it was bad. Like, it just didn't work for me. It was like a four-year relationship and things went to shit. Um, and so uh, on the, the right side, of said apartment across the street is therapy. And uh, on the left side across the street is a funeral home. Mm. That's that's kind of where I was at. In, right. At like 23 or 24 or whatever it was. Yep. Um, slightly overdramatic now that I'm thinking about it and have had a couple of bourbons in me. Um, but, uh, and I'm like trying to convey the story of like, uh, this is, the, I was trying to say that part of the story because then after that it's, well, I went to therapy, and then I was like, I'm unemployed, it's Tuesday, what am I going to do with myself? I'm going to go to the chit-chat. And yep. then I played, you know, St. James Infirmary, and Bob is in my face saying, who are you, and uh, what's your name, and uh, are we friends now? Uh, but, like, half like, I got to the, like, and then uh, I, I had this choice, and I just start bawling. <laughs> what? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, we missed this. And, like... And the only reason this is sort of funny is, as I'm crying, right, I turn around because I'm like, I don't need. Is to. Bobby o
2: playing on stage? No, no, no. Here? It's just me. Okay.
1: And like I, I have a, a, it's a couple effects pedals in front of me because um, I don't have an acoustic that I can plug in anymore. And uh, so I'm, I'm playing these chords, and I turn around, and I'm facing my amplifier. I'm at the back of the wall. My back is towards the audience. But I'm still playing the chord. <laughs> yeah, like I'm still vamping on this. Did it? Did it? Did it? And just yeah. like, just like, you, get your shit together. Just stop. you just instinctively <laughs> go into Fresh Prince. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, <laughs> and then finally, I'm like, and uh, I, uh, the my wife uh, <laughs> just just yells out, "And you were fine, right?" I'm like, "Yes, I was totally fine." And then I turn around and I finish the song.
2: Um, oh, well that's good The show must go on He's Right still committed
1: so, uh, so, yeah So, the story was, you know uh, therapy, on the left, uh, therapy on the right Funeral home on the left Yes uh, Go to the chit-chat um, I, I don't know how the fuck I got here So, sorry But, so I play St. James Oh, yeah I play St. James Infirmary um, And I get a couple people around me And people are cool and whatever And then the, this kid I think his name was Tim. Tim, was it Tim McCall? Um, I don't, he was a uh, ratty looking kid, kind of an asshole. Tim Early? Oh, must have been. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> but goes on stage last with a whole band. And just plays St James Infirmary. No way. Just, that is the only song he plays. No and he's way. fucking staring at me the whole time. He's fucking delayed. like, he's, just he's like stepped on a big moment. Apparently, like I'm just some asshole with this.
2: Like, <laughs> and the only like, trick—the only trick
1: in his bag—is you just revealed before. And you I'm gonna—you did it wrong, so That's, I'm gonna do it right. Like that, that was hilarious. my first chit chat experience. That is awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah.
2: Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Especially too, It's not like You played like Fucking You know
1: No I did like Some songs that I've Written in college That are awful And we'll never well, see The light of day of ever of again all. And I did St. James The Like who cares You know Dude, But that is awesome I'm gonna go on stage I'm gonna get Four more people Like it was a bassist And another guitarist And a drummer And I'm gonna yeah, oh. I need to play this song and do it right. <laughs> so he really just decided to just stay in his lane and power forward. It was the forward,
2: only
0: like... thing he played. Well, yeah. first of all, fuck that kid because if you only know how to play one goddamn
1: song, <laughs> what you doing on the stage? Yep. Yeah, dude. That's just bad. play something else. It, I mean, it might have been one of those like it's you know the lights are coming on. You only have time for one, and play that's your one best. Yeah. But then like, don't play that song. Right. That was played tonight. Play something else. Yeah,
2: that's hilarious, dude. Yeah. That's a great. That's a great little, ribbon cutting to your uh, open mic experience. Yeah,
1: man, it was interesting, but I'm glad I stuck with it because like, I really, I really did make like, some pretty lifelong friends from yeah, that place. That the place oh, is dude,
0: fucking fantastic. Absolutely. I don't even know how you even how. I ended up going there,
2: because I would just go there with my acoustic like all the time. And, and then, how did
0: you start going there?
2: Um. I go- was playing like everywhere I could at the time. I was going to the grog in Newburyport and on Wednesdays, and then um, what happened to that drive, dude? Dude, I don't know. I'm not picking
0: on you. I'm picking on both of us. But what what <laughs> happened to us? As
2: soon as I got ED, it just went down downhill. <laughs> it just went down. <laughs> no, yeah, it just went down. Episode sixty nine from midnight to six. But um, hey, no, but I was just bouncing around all the fucking time. And then, uh, oh, and then Bob Beale came up to me, kind of had that St. James moment with him, and he was like, "Oh, uh, I want to record you." And then, um, and then I was like, "Well, all right, but I want to do like full band shit because I was always just doing like acoustic stuff." And he was like, like, "Fucking
0: whatever, dude, just let's do it." And he was like, "Do you have
2: a drummer?" And I was like, "I don't know. I I know some asshole that
0: I know some fucking idiot with the same name." I
2: was like, "I know some fucking idiot that's probably not doing anything that plays drums." And then that was when I texted you, and then we started. Practicing just to record, yeah. And then we were we were practicing on like a Tuesday, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go do this open mic thing that I've been doing." And then you were like, "Well, why don't we just fucking do that together?" And then that's how it started. And then the
0: rest was his his story or Tim, her
1: Tim.
2: story as as the woke
0: right.
1: So, or was the rest Tim's story?
2: Oh, oh. we should do that. if we ever make it big, and we have like a. Fuck that! Let's just
1: record an album and, and call have it like a his, biopic. Call it Tim Story. We'll call it Tim Story. Yeah, I like it. Cool. Jesus See? Christ, dude, that's fantastic. this is what I do. This is what you here do. Here you go. Do this thing now. Go. <laughs> Get out of here. Go do the thing. Uh, that would
2: be the best, dude. It's like the people that make it big. They call you like, we need a fucking album name. Uh, all right, Tim Story. <clears throat> go. I do like the idea that you've already you're. You're an active participant in the arena of local music, but you in your eyes, you're the old man on the porch in the rocking chair that just has like w- I, it, wisdom to Like don't get
1: me do. wrong, I haven't been in it in a while. Like I've I've I have a job that I get up at four in the morning to go do. So it's yeah. not like I can be up till two to go right. play music anymore. Yeah. Which right, I, right. That's kind of part of the reason I stopped the open mic at Kelly's. Like it just it didn't it's work a lot. anymore. Yeah. But like any but, like anybody that I know that plays music that wants to do a thing. I will. I will do literally whatever I can to make that happen. Don't you I don't... find
2: too that um, that that attitude that you have? It's like I feel like that's like a local thing. Like it's yeah. not like even like all the time. Like when we play shows with everybody, it's like it was so tight knit and like insular. But like it was never like cutthroat. Like Dude, oh they fuck were... those guys. Like every other every other place where there was like the geographically close bands. Right. There would always be bands that said like, oh, fuck those guys and vice versa. But oh, for, for sure. some reason, Havel yep. has more bands concentrated in a small area mm-hmm. than any other town near us like outside of boston and everybody gets along it's like the weirdest fucking thing
0: right like, every show are open mic, open well mostly open mic we're just all the bands sitting around watching the other bands
2: yeah like every, oh, it's, yeah it's it's weird man
1: well even the last show i played in lowell like it was pretty much just like i'm playing to the other bands that are here tonight. yes right. yes but it, that's the same thing it's like yeah. everybody just gets together There's one band that uh, there was like a contentious relationship.
2: Yeah, I'm sure there's
1: gonna be a few. There's always, but like, but yeah, there was nights at the chit chat where I was on stage more than I was off stage. Right, right. Hey, I need a drummer, go do that. Hey, I need a bass player, go do that. Right, okay, whatever you. Yeah, it got to the point where uh, for open mics,
0: I wasn't even in. Well, I shouldn't say I wasn't enjoying myself because I was enjoying myself, but I wasn't relaxing and having a drink. I was just playing drums for every single fucking. Oh yeah, and I, I was
2: literally just outside smoking cigarettes, getting yeah. drunk at the bar. I just you pl- were like you were getting like like carpal tunnel and like fucking beat red and yeah. sweating. I'm
0: playing drums for five hours straight
2: <laughs> and
0: running the mixer and introducing and all then the like
2: bands. And like at the end of the night, I'm like all right, that was that was fun, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sick, dude. And this, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Is Timstery. <laughs>
2: yeah, and that was
1: Timstery. <laughs>
0: oh my God!
1: Man, yeah, no. dude.
0: What do we do? Do we wrap it up? Do we? I never know what to wrap it up. That's like that's like an art form in itself, is, it is. knowing when to. wrap How it up. How far into it are
1: can, we? I can't tell because they went to screensaver. Can someone play Moron right now?
0: Oh, yeah. Sorry. It uh, hold on. Can I? Can I tell oh,
1: you? Yes. Can I tell you that? That. How do, you wait, even wait, do Wait this? for it.
2: John Malkovich.
1: Do it. Come on. Moron! More times than not, now that I know that that I know that sound clip. Yeah, play it again. Moron! Thank you. I'm driving. Yeah, and something happens to me. And, and i just yell moron I, yeah
2: isn't it so funny because like just the way just the way he delivers it like he's just yelling the most like common moron! Like, right insult but like there it really does make you view just the way he says it it makes you view the like you want that exact reaction <laughs> Yep like, it's so cuz i even do that all the time like we'll be joking and like we'll wish we're like moron
0: <laughs> no i don't know the fucking
2: numbers to the fucking account It really is so funny, man. I wish I had, I wish I had the ability to say it exactly like him every time. I mean, I just go
0: out throughout my day and I just keep hearing this in my
1: head.
2: This is a giant cock. Well, that's yeah. I mean, you're a well endowed guy. (laughs) I mean, you're gonna hear that. I mean, the elephant. Especially during episode sixty nine. Yeah, dude. Wait,
1: wait. Uh, Oh, oh, oh. What's it gonna go with? What's it gonna go go with? with? We gonna go with? There's so many choices. I was looking for is this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, fuck.
2: Do you you do so Bobby? lighten up on the rolls and butter and go heavy on the need brisket. Maybe do a little Bob oh, uh, you know, post. Yeah, we might. Get that in post. <laughs> so people can think of it. You know, Woody. maybe
1: we'll see if we can get Bob on here. <laughs> I think you should. We'll see. I think, I think Bob would. Yeah. Maybe oh, if I book oh, him like six really months well. out, I can get him in here. Probably. Dude, I would love it.
0: And I don't mean it as like a Dude, bad thing, like he's too busy for I us. Know? I mean, like, he, the guy is just. A hardworking, busy man,
1: and exactly. I don't want to. I don't want to intrude on his life with this. But just the stories. Childish that he has shit about all the shit that he went through at the ch- just at the chit chat.
2: Right, like that alone. That's oh. like a
1: six-hour episode. That right chapter, right there. chapter. of You're gonna have like part a multi-part Bob Beale. It'll Ooh. be a, it'll be a Bobstery.
2: What I would love, oh. I would love <laughs> if, if we could get like the Bobstery Part One and get him to like name names and go into these Stories and then get the people about whom the story oh, was. It'll be like a documentary the and then we'll and they they just comment. spiderweb out, yes. And then it'll just well, the, know, the podcast will just feed itself.
0: Yeah, the first time I met Bobby, it was uh, I walked into town. <laughs> ch- <laughs> yeah, we
2: end up, up like just interviewing his high school girlfriend. I said, Who's this beautiful man with the well, like Bob said you had a really body. wide vagina. Care to comment? <laughs> well, you know, Bobby, and, and then not, once uh, he answers, that's the end of the interview. <laughs> I have a notepad of just as wide vagina, and then I'm out of material <laughs> immediately. Oh, All right, cool story. <laughs> All right, cool. Huh? So the highway—if you just leave, take a right.
0: We get tie Ty on. Ty's like, yeah. I mean, I met Bob. He was just a really cool guy, and uh, it's like
2: a—I've never heard like a mockumentary on radio. Like just <laughs> yeah. like that would be actually hilarious. The Bob story. The Bob story. We
0: get Ann on. She's like, I mean, Bob
1: is just like.
2: Too close <laughs> <laughs> Oh man dude we got to get everybody on we got to get Mudflap
1: Yeah oh yeah Can you please get Mudflap on here We should get Mudflap on uh, Yeah yeah Yeah
0: dude I I just we should meet up with him for a beer anyway We'll probably have to pick him up but that's fine
2: Yeah that's I li- if he lives where he Which is where I think he does he the was my man neighbor man drives
1: a cab for a living
2: <laughs> Right you think he could find his way
1: Can you just, do you know somebody that you work with? Right, right. (laughs) You know, like I was supposed to do a show. uh, Actually, Ryan Taylor's. he's got a place in Raymond. And uh, I ended up just like, there was a lot going on, so I didn't do it. And uh, yeah, that the first text I get, I haven't talked to Mudflap years. Yep. Like, I think the last time I saw him was at that, the last open mic reunion. Right. Yep.
0: (laughs) which will probably be again we'll see him for Mark. the first time and since that he'll be asking me yeah.
1: for a ride and he'll be asking me for a ride there uh, um, but uh, just the text I know hey, you for a living hey, you drive people around right hey can I get can can we carpool I don't know anybody else that's going up there uh, <laughs> I heard you're going can we It's so funny Sure too. man yeah no I I'm totally fine it's totally cool I'm down to do that but I'm like you drive a cab for a living I know <laughs> It really is bizarre it really is get out
2: Oh, we got to get Dave Barrett on the podcast
1: Oh, Oh, that's a slippery, slippery slope That's a depressing
2: podcast And then like pull like a Jerry Springer Like we have like two kids come out of your bedroom With like cut off sleeves and one's wearing a backpack He just starts sweating Like, wait, it's like (laughs) It's not even his place and he's furious
0: (laughs) He shows up, we start the podcast And you know, there's the thing that says 30 hours later Yeah, And and he's like, and that's when I decided To murder my fifth wife (laughs) Oh, Oh, the poor son of a bitch! I think that's a good note to end it on.
2: That's a good stopping place. Yeah.
0: All right. So, episode sixty-nine, Darren Haw. Oh yeah. Do you want to tell them more about the cha cha cha? Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah, Plug some stuff. Do a replug. All right.
1: As I'm pulling it up, I'm going to tell you to go to whatever you stream on uh, Spotify or Deezer. Um and look up the Darren Ha band. Darren Ha band really is good. Thank you. I and appreciate if, if that. And if I didn't
2: genuinely like it, I, would, I wouldn't have just he, right he doesn't. He doesn't float people's boats. No, right
1: I know. Right. And as much as I know John Crook and I know how you two kind of mesh together, I know yes. you wouldn't bullshit anybody. So I appreciate mm, that. Yes. Uh, So I believe it, uh, events. Why? See? <sighs> fuck you. Well, guys. I know we're playing March 28th
0: somewhere. So there's that. That was the Heaven Town?
1: Yep. Is that the Heaven Town show?
0: Yeah, I, miss, we're I miss the Heaventown Creative Creative control.
1: Are you not doing that this year? I... Nobody. So... How, how did we find all right. It? All right was that so, when
2: Alex was here? So we committed to that?
1: I'm not going to talk shit about anybody in Heaventown because the people that run Heaventown work their balls off to make that happen. And they do some cool yeah. shit. They do awesome shit. They make their own artwork for like... Like, there's a giant owl the behind sets, you. Wasn't it yeah. involved in that? Vicky yep. was heavily involved. On, is she still Uh or? No idea. I haven't spoken to uh, her in like three years. Andy, <laughs> Andrew. Oh,
2: yeah. Andrew. Um,
1: uh, the tall one with the, with hair, the, with the hair and yes. the beard. Who's doing like awesome artwork now. Something about
0: a dinosaur. Why do I think of a dinosaur and I think of him? I don't know why. I don't uh, know. Like a brontosaurus.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I can't mind. I don't you know. Sorry. That. That's what I thought of. But, but yeah, like those guys. But just all of a sudden they stop. It was just like, oh, we, we, we got people now. We don't need you anymore. I was like, yeah. oh, all right, cool. And no, I just, We're
2: actually in a similar boat. Like, even the only reason, because we had Alex on the podcast and yeah. he he brought that up, but we're in the same boat where we're like the castaways now. Because we used to like accidentally have a show like once a month because people would just be like, hey, this is going on. They're like, so like, dude, in three days, I'm having a show. That hasn't oh, happened in a long yeah, time. No, until. it hasn't. Yeah.
1: So, uh, chit chat, open mic. Class Reunion Part Two. Yes. Uh, Bearwolf Brewing in Amesbury, Massachusetts. Uh, look it up on Google. It's basically
2: uh, if you if you know where downtown Amesbury is, you can you can right. walk to. Uh,
1: and if you don't know Beowulf, what are you doing with your life? If you're anywhere near Amesbury, yes. Um, it's Sunday, March eighth. It's from two to seven, so it's like you're still gonna go to bed at a reasonable time. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yep. Like that's kind of why Bob did it. Yep. Uh, you will see me. You will see the Timothys. Yes. Uh, sorry to use your full name. No, that's great. It's um, okay. It's classier. You're going to see Mudflap Jr. Jones. Yes. He will be there. whatever iteration of name that he's using And at whoever the time. drove him there, you'll see. Um, I, I think Mike Sapinski's showing up. The original open mic. Nice. Ryan Sawyer might even uh, be there. Who knows? Oh, boy. Uh, really? He was there last year. That's That's a get. Yeah, that's have a he, reason to go in itself. Have you had him on this podcast yet? Oh.
2: Dude, we need Ryan Sawyer. We're on. definitely fucking you doing that. You need Ryan 100%. Sawyer. 100%. <laughs> I've been. He lives dude. in. Uh, S,
1: uh, He's in uh, Wyndham, doesn't he?
2: I thought he lived in. Um, He's got like a farm. I, I thought he lived in Exeter.
1: Dude, I'm this so he, excited right now.
2: Yeah, we got to get him dude. on. We're
1: definitely getting him on. I've been, I've What's been, up,
2: motherfuckers?
1: <laughs> I was That's in. Ryan Sawyer impression. Uh, Division <laughs> Tree? Yeah, I was in Division Tree. Nice. Uh, oh, boy. I'll give you stories after the podcast about Division. Who is there, like original drummer that Uh, I who I who my wife uh, I stole from? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that's uh, that's one Sean Haney. Yes, yeah, Uh, he was dating Tony at the time, and then I stole her and made her my wife. Wow, Um, I gotta really stop that. Nah. So, uh, oh yeah, that's the another. classic George Harrison, Eric Clapton. Yeah, exactly. Yes, um, Layla. I I once. <laughs> oh, oh, no, oh. no, no, not Layla. Uh, what's the the ballad? Layla? Cynthia? No, no, no. The, the the Did I fuck it up? Wonderful tonight. Oh the, yeah, the most sarcastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. The most sarcastic song in the
0: world. Wait, yes. is Layla not involved in this? In that?
2: I thought Layla was kind of a pseudonym for right. Was George Harrison's wife? I thought, I thought Clapton stole yeah. her from Harrison. Right. Yeah, he
1: did. Yeah. And then if you listen to Wonderful Tonight, the most sarcastic yes. love song in the world. <gasps> yes. Yeah, that's all sarcasm. Yes. Nice. Darling. You. Yeah, you look wonderful tonight. Yeah. No, nope. so stop asking me we, and can, can we, we fucking go now? My darling. Yeah. Okay, can we just go to the party now? Can we go? Are you do fucking you good, dude? They should good?
2: just They should do, You should do a skit where you just read the lyrics in that <laughs> tone, because <laughs> it really does come. It really does show its true meaning. Right. When you just read it straight, it's like just that. straight up. It's true, yeah.
1: it's true colors. True colors. So yeah, go to the open mic reunion uh, again. Yes, March eighth. March eighth, at Beowulf Brewing in Amherst, Massachusetts. From we'll be seven, there. we will all be there you can see our dumb faces and watch us uh, spew music into your ear holes. This
0: is a giant cock. And then we're apparently playing March 28th um, at HC Media at Harbor Plaith. Yes. Plaith.
2: Plaith? Plaith.
1: Plaith. Oh, Plaith. (laughs) uh, Big
2: Mike Mike Tyson fan? (laughs) I I haven't, uh, I still don't know where that is. Uh, well,
0: I'll tell you, it's at 5 Merrimack Street in Haverhill. We'll be playing with Liz Bills, Johnny Earthquake, and
1: Sub Punch. No, Li- I can't Liz say I know Sub Punch from but 5 to 10. Liz Bills, fresh from Costa Rica. Costa Rica. From Costa Rica. Yes. I was like, I like her. They're was in San there. Jose. And she's San coming San on in like May or something, maybe. Fantastic.
2: Right now, she and Alex are feeding like mules. Stray grass, and she's and trying
1: to pet cows that aren't having it. Yes. 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 Uh, yeah. I see you know, we're all on Instagram here. They've. Uh, they've, uh, I will say, they've done a lot for the scene. Uh, just uh, yes. as much as oh, we because like, sure. you know, oh, make, sure. ma- making fun of our friends is fun. Uh, oh, for yeah. sure. But yeah, uh, Alex is a wonderful human being. Oh, he's the he's best. He's actually the reason I'm here. Uh, I spoke with him recent, uh, just after he was on, and he's like, "Oh, I totally weaseled my way onto the podcast." Nah, he's the best. And then I, I sent to the other Tim a message, and then he and weaseled. Did. No, that's per. That's yeah. that's how we want I was this like, to work. I don't want to invite myself on, but I'm totally going to invite myself on. I was like, cool, man. See, dude, you that's
2: then. what we want, man. All the time. We're like, fuck, who so. else can we get on? So, I And like- I was
0: telling him, I think I I shot myself in the foot because I said in one episode that, like, jokingly said, we don't have people that ask to be on on the podcast. We only ask people to be on it. <laughs> but I was kidding. And so then, oh, like, nobody I, asked to be on it. Because did I reveal
1: a secret that I shouldn't have revealed? You kind of did, but oh, that's fine. God damn it. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah.
2: It was like an aircraft and sarcasm uh, mix it's, up.
1: It's just part of the Tim I just it, tried to that's make that's exactly us right. I mean,
2: right to know us is to know our Timstery and I just feel like <laughs> I feel like this is just part of the ride. You know, it what is I mean? right. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. Fantastic. It's a roller coaster.
2: Well, Darren, it was awesome having you on. Yeah, basically. man. Thanks hey, for fucking time. Thanks, everybody for on. To Darren Hobbin. Thanks, thanks for having me. Really good shit. And episode, then, uh, um, yeah. And then, yeah, see it. we'll see you. We'll see, ya we'll within see like you within like, two
0: we'll weeks. S- That's yep. coming yeah, up, dude. right? Three weeks? I'm, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Yeah,
1: yeah dude, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I love it.
0: Episode 69.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm so sure,